Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Hurry, we're going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250 and 930, also online, PR927FM. Dot com and watch us on Facebook Live and YouTube. Be a part of the show with your question or comment. We'll interact with you on this lovely but bit chilly Tuesday edition of PRL. Like Tim Peden, who's already in on YouTube and says, Good afternoon, Cliff, Shirley, and Chandler. I believe Tim knows my name is Cliff, but maybe he doesn't. And uh, it's fine. I've been called a lot of things, including Cliff. Look, I didn't choose this name. It was picked for me. What is a name? And uh, Have you ever thought about that? Let's uh, introduce everyone. Shirley Rhodes is here. Shirley is her name. How do you feel about the name Shirley, Shirley? I've never been the biggest fan of it, but it's my name. It's your name. Too late to change now. Yeah. Chandler was named after a sitcom character, the show Friends. Hello, Chandler. Hey, Clip. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. That's a true statement. By how the way. do you like the name Chandler? I love it. Uh, that's a great name. You can shorten it to Chan. It's, it's just also like, uh, I feel like it's not a common name. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. Now, Jonathan is a common name, but goes by uh, his last name quite a bit, Ellerby, which is not as common. Jonathan, how do you feel about the name Jonathan? uh feel pretty good about it you know yeah. the problem was one of my good friends growing up when i was real young from like kindergarten to like third grade his name was john and so that that's why a lot of people just converted and lrb is all my dad's always been called by the last name too. i mean it's kind of one of those your dad's got several nicknames right yeah he does he's got uh what's the most famous one uh well my dad's real name is james but everybody calls him nicky yeah. because his middle name is nicholson right so, uh, oh that's cool so what's your middle name nicholson as well really but i, I guess i could be nicky jr if you wanted to nicky j okay. yeah. <laughs> oh nicky j so, um john nicholson you should be courtside for sporting events like your uncle jack john nicholson does kind of sound like i could be on channel three news <laughs> john nicholson <laughs> in fact uh people in the media change their names quite a bit absolutely and that probably would be your name john nicholson with the uh with the news what would be your news name um clip would probably be too confused is clifton a news name no clifton brock clifton yeah that is my real name clifton is more of a harvard name harvard i am not (laughs) clifton that's why i don't go by clifton uh yeah i don't know maybe brock something because my last name is brock yeah brock sanders or something i don't know i don't know what could we go with brock what would be have you ever had a nickname 
Did it, I mean, clip. Anybody, I know, but I mean, did you? Did we, I mean, like you know, like My grandma calls me Chip. Like uh, David Garrard was called the beer truck. <laughs> you know, like uh, I've had many nicknames. William Perry was called the fridge. Did, what was your? What was? What was the what best and worst? One time I broke my thumb and. Um, I was called the Iron Thumb. We used to play basketball, and I'd play with my cast on and hurt everybody, and they'd get mad at me. So you, you at, one, at a point of time in your life, you were known as the Iron Thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think a very short period of time. All right, what, 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 give us, give us some more nicknames. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. You don't like me asking the questions, do you? <laughs> I don't really have a good answer for you. This is where you turn right and you start pinning nicknames. Chandler, what are some of your Clipper! nicknames? Clipper. I guess would be a uh, nickname. Clippo the Hippo, most recently. Really? Yeah. Someone nickname. called you a hippo? Ellery, you got to follow the show. I know. Well, <laughs> I've been out of town for a little bit. Uh, Lane Hoover's dad, after a uh, game, I heard a call from the stands. Clippo the Hippo. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's right. getting out there, I guess. Um, anybody ever call you John or Johnny or John Boy? Uh, I ha- my I have been called all three, yes. Yeah. Not a big fan of either. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> John Boy Ellerby. All right. How do you feel about your name? Let us know. Uh, coming up, speaking of names, Mike Mullis will join us. We call him Mully. Bryce Williams also going to join us later on the show, uh, known as Slim 80 during his playing days. Slim 80? Because he was a slim fella, and he wore the number 80. So Slim 80 going to join us on the program. Uh, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We, me and Jonathan, or should I say Ellerby, or John Boy, uh, we were talking about this earlier today, but um, if you haven't seen it, Cam Newton is participating in Auburn's Pro Day today to get, I guess, in front of some scouts. I guess we can talk to Bryce Williams about maybe if he wants to try to go out there to EC Pro Day. I was pushing for a comeback. comeback. Yeah. I mean, you had uh, Kurt Binkert throwing at the combine, right? Yes. So you see some of these guys who are – I guess former players are still active players trying to still get their name out there. How would Bryce do at a pro day? He's only got a like a week and a half to train at this point, so uh, the days are getting numbered. But uh, yeah, we saw him running some routes when Shane Carden came to town yeah. for Senior Day. Him and Shane were out there at Daddy Fickwin Stadium uh, making some connections again, and I thought he looked pretty good. But uh, I mean, he's what six five, six six, so. Go out there and make some catches. I think he's still in playing shape. so uh, He still we, works out every day. Yeah, I think it'd be good if we took one of the uh, old ECU jerseys we got around here and put it on like Cliff or Chandler, and, and y'all kind of try to ease your way out there in front of the scouts. Yeah, I disagree with that. <laughs> Best uh, pro day ever was Josh Smith, who went out there, I think, after a night of partying, and <laughs> he just looked like every, the every man out there doing drills. And did not take it as serious. I think he knew that his days were over. Yeah. But he took it as a just a have fun. Hey, let's go out there and have fun. He went out the night before like he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, and tried his hand at pro day. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I remember chuckling about that as he was chuckling mm. out there at pro day. We'll be covering that next week. We'll uh, talk to some uh, now former Pirates trying to make it to the next level along the way uh we're used to some tuesday ecu baseball we don't have that this week they will play campbell coming up wednesday in fayetteville and uh chris haymeyer will join us to talk about that tomorrow on the program but no tuesday baseball just the one midweek game wednesday against the campbell fighting camels ellerby which will be a top 20 matchup in fact uh, i was talking to haymeyer we're going to get him on tomorrow but he said that uh he has looked at projections 
that not only has the Greenville Regional being played postseason, which we've gotten used to quite a bit, but also saw a, a Bowie's Creek Regional being discussed if Campbell can get to that top 16. So that's how good they are. That's how serious uh, the Camels are. We saw that earlier this year when they knocked off the Pirates. Would they host in Fayetteville or in Bowie's Creek? Good question. Well, they have that nice ballpark in Bowie's Creek, so I'm assuming they would host there. That yeah. was built for a minor league team, right? So. Hmm. I, I didn't know if they had the capacity there or to meet the standards of, of... Yeah, I think their stadium's good enough now okay. where they could host. That but, would be awesome. Yeah, just another solid North Carolina baseball team. Well, it would be awesome because then you wouldn't have to worry about the Camels being in the Greenville Regional. True. You know, like which they've... A pesky 2-3 seed? They are. They are a pesky 2-3 seed. And, and now, uh, if there potentially could be a two seed in the Greenville Regional, the way they play. But uh, let's take care of business on Wednesday. Got George Mason coming up this weekend. Got spring ball going on as well. And the Pirate Radio cameras and microphones will be out there uh, at the conclusion of today's practice. We still have some housekeeping to do. You'll hear from Mason Garcia, Jalen Johnson, Julius Wood from this weekend. We'll play that later on today as spring football going on LRB. And every Tuesday, we decided we are going to rank the ECU football opponents oh. in different categories. Man. No homework for Ellerby uh, this was, week. What was the homework? I didn't do mine either. I, I, I was out last we week. We decided on, I believe, vacation destinations, which will be pretty easy. You don't have to do much homework on it. Nah. We'll just name the cities and destinations and you pick the one you would visit uh, like to visit the most yeah why don't you run through them one through 12 and then we can rank them all right uh so again the schedule is beginning on september 2nd a road trip to ann arbor to face michigan after that marshall coming to town of course we're doing everything as if we're traveling to right. that destination so we're talking about huntington, huntington west virginia uh, you've got Appalachian State in Boone, North Carolina. Gardner-Webb in... Boiling Springs. Very good. North Carolina. Rice is in Houston. Houston. SMU in the Dallas area. Charlotte in Charlotte. UTSA, San Antonio. Tulane. Nolens. FAU, Boca Raton. Navy in Annapolis, Maryland. And Tulsa in beautiful Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. All right. So... Um, bottom chandler you can you know you start with the bottom let's, let's go let's go from 12 up right. uh tulsa oklahoma as i look down this list i'm gonna put boiling springs north carolina as number one yes or I, number 12 i should say i agree and i don't know much about what's going on there if we have anybody who has been to boiling I've springs been through, i've been i've ridden by where boiling springs is we've seen the gardner web signs i mean the only advantage they have a nice water tower the only advantage it has is that it's closer than huntington and tulsa which i believe are got to come up at number 11 and 10 yeah but we're talking about a destination vacation you want to be far away from home oh okay good, good point <laughs> uh any mountains or anything there it's up in the mountain area so you're coming back to, okay you know so. the foothills yeah. i guess if you will no it's definitely I, I think it's i think it's it's in cleveland county yeah, i think it's it's definitely uh 12 on the list all right for Boiling vacation yeah, absolutely all right number 11 so again you've got huntington here you've got there's a lot of cities uh annapolis maryland uh and tulsa oklahoma it's definitely either I, I i'm going either i'm debating between tulsa and huntington is huntington in the mountains 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's in West Virginia. The whole state's in the mountains. Okay. So I, I'm going to go. It's just a nice place, nice people, but just go Huntington. Huntington, number 11 on the list, yeah. which makes uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, number yeah. 10. Number 10. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So now we start to – we get to some cities, but – I mean, can you what, move the list over here so I can look at oh, it? Oh, sure. What are you going to do in Ann Arbor? Um, that's a good question. I'll tell you maybe September 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> Ann Arbor is on the list right now. Annapolis. Annapolis is a great city. Uh, I, there's a lot of fun stuff to do up there. A lot of history, right on the water, a lot okay. of gr- great food. No, Annapolis is going to be high for me. Okay. Um, higher. I mean, I think Charlotte uh san antonio is pretty cool i like charlotte uh new orleans is you know houston you got some houston and dallas are kind of you know depending on what you're going there for are you going there for there's a lot of sporting events you could uh, tackle in those cities because there's a lot of professional and college teams in that area um you want to go ann arbor here just out of not knowing what to do i I think you got to go ann arbor number nine okay all right um can we start going? Can we work our way from the top now? Let's pick our top spot. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, well, I've never been to New any Orleans of these places. I was thinking New Orleans or San Antonio. I think put me on the beach in Boca Raton. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a little bit north of Miami. It's uh, The weather's going to be 80 degrees. It's it's ritzy. It's it's going to be clean. I, I've never been to Boca, but I, I mean, I, I've heard like, I've been to Miami. It sounds like a place where a lot of old rich people would hang out. Yeah, yeah, which that, means there's going to be a lot of nice things. And yeah. if we could afford, if we're not affording, if it's just, hey, look, we got each got thousands of dollars to go do this. Yeah, I, right now, all I can afford is probably Boiling Springs. So we're just going <laughs> to assume that we can afford all this. Maybe just Boiling, not the Springs. But um, let's go. Uh, let's go. I'm going Boca Raton for me because I want to sit on a beach and relax and read a book and hang out in warm weather um that that right. that that appeals to me well i'm taking number two i'll give you three chandler i'm gonna go to san antonio i always hear about the um river walk the river walk and the alamo and i R- believe it's uh you know a walkable area do you remember the alamo i remember it well i do so i'm gonna go san antonio uh number two on the list all right chandler you've got Oh, uh, let's see. So we still have Boone. Boone's got to be up there. On the list. We have Houston, Dallas, Charlotte. New Orleans. Oh, yeah, New Orleans. You're going New Orleans. Yes. Hands down. That was going to be your number one pick. Yeah. yeah. What would you do in New Orleans? Get mugged. Drink? Drink what? Hurricanes? Is that what it's called? Hurricanes. uh, They have these... uh, trying to think of the... Did you hear Jamal Williams? Jamal Williams, former Lion and... Packers running back went to the Saints. Yeah. And he was trying to explain. He was like, my girlfriend, wife, whatever, told me I got to try some, some beignets, some beignets. <laughs> he was trying to say beignets, I believe. Is that the, what is a beignet? Beignet is kind of like a donut. Isn't it like a funnel cake? Uh, yeah. Like a I mean, donut? it's it's a f- French style donut, but it's it's fried and then it's layered with uh, powdered sugar, and it is extremely delicious. And uh, I am a huge fan of them. Uh, Eric liked the way I rolled my R in Boca Raton. Boca Raton. He said your new nickname is Poppy Clipo. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible nickname. Poppy. Poppy Clipo. 
uh kaz wants to go to the alamo he said i'm thinking of making that trip don't just think about it be about it go out there all right number four on the list we still have boone 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 boone's a great town what's good in boone skiing breweries that happy song whatever that happy happy happy. hot hot hot, hot, yeah that one appalachian is hot i mean you got daniel boone in you got uh like blowing rock there's all sorts of the daniel boone hat you get to wear while you're in boone there's a little yeah give a shout out to my nephew they got betty's biscuits up there that's good what is is he betty does he he know betty he they're, they're putting like a nice brick and mortar um biscuit it was a food truck that's going into a uh, place on king street that pirate fans need to go visit betty's biscuits i never heard betty's biscuits such tell of that yes coming spring 2023 downtown boone see betty's biscuits so all right i'll have to uh to look into that put that on your list to do pirate fans i'm Mm. I'm trying to convince them to do a pirate biscuit for that weekend biscuits with a buzz yeah interesting all right still we got four spots left we got to uh have houston dallas charlotte and annapolis oh annapolis annapolis five yeah all right i like crab cakes uh, i've had i like charlotte you don't like charlotte i feel like it's a little big city like it wants to be a big city it kind of is but it's really not and I liked uh, going to... What do you like, the NASCAR museum? I've never been there. I, I, just, I enjoyed staying right at the epicenter and being able to walk to uh, the Hornets game, but you're also around Dell Jr.'s bar Which and a bunch of cool little places. I, I don't know. I I like Poppy going like. and not having to... Poppy, Poppy like. <laughs> <laughs> not having to drive Poppy the car. Poppy like you. We also went and stayed at a place where we could just hop on the light rail and go around town. I don't know. I just thought it was a, a just, neat little wannabe big I city. I just think you're trying to avoid to go to Jerry World in Dallas. But Have you ever been to Dallas? No. You just you don't like Dallas, period. But every isn't everything like really spread out? Same thing with Houston. Houston is widely spread out. Right. Houston so, is actually, I think, the biggest city land-wise. Dallas, do we have the, um, is that the Kennedy assassination? Mm-hmm. so maybe a historical thing there i don't know if you would you go visit jerry world to do a tour i don't i don't have interest zero no even you go for free no i don't know that would not excite me that annapolis would, is right next to you I mean right near washington i'm surprised you didn't want to <laughs> and like, do what i'm surprised go look like, at that crappy stadium <laughs> oh, awesome i didn't know if that was like i mean so uh all right so i'm gonna go charlotte six and then Ellerby, you pick between Houston and Dallas. I'm gonna go Houston. Houston, and then you did you go to a Final Four there or a Super Bowl or both? Uh, Super Bowl and Houston. Panthers. Panthers lost to the uh, Patriots. Patriots. Tom in, Brady in the uh, Janet Jackson halftime show. The Janet Jackson Super Bowl. Tom Brady was in Greenville, by the way. He folks. was yesterday. I saw that on everybody's social media page. Tom Brady was. I, I guess town. doing a video with the Beast. He was with the Beast. He was with Mr. Beast doing Mr. something. Mr. Beast. Interesting. The goat was trying to get more popular, get get Mr. Beast to get him more followers. Now he's not known by enough young kids, and now yeah. he will be because he's with Mr. Beast. Uh, so our official destination travel vacation uh, power rankings: Boca Raton, number one. Poppy like San Antonio. Poppy like Nolens, Boone, Annapolis, Charlotte, Houston, Dallas, Ann Arbor, Tulsa, Huntington and boiling springs coming in at number 12 
All right. Now, before football season, we have to visit all these places. Ellery, can you set that up for us? And we'll do a live on location at each spot and talk to the locals. We'll talk to the mayor of each town. And we'll get each one sponsored. Sounds good. All right. Set up Boca Raton and uh, let us know. But if we go to Dallas, come on, work it where we do the show <laughs> live from Jerry's World. Why are you obsessed with Jerry's World? Because I just want to see you uncomfortable in there. I, I, I'm a disruptor. I like to make, make make you a little uncomfortable. I want me some glory hole. Yeah. Well, if you could interview Jerry Jones, what would be your top two questions? Jerry. Where is the glory hole and why do you like it so much? <laughs> That's a good what, question. I want me some glory hole. What would be my two questions to Jerry Jones? Right. I can't tell you how many times in my life <laughs> yeah. when I have had I would it ask him how many times him. in his life <laughs> that he has uh, had it handed to him. I don't right know. In the middle of it. I would. I, I'm trying to think of something not mean. I'm trying to think of something. So, nice. so, what would be something positive you could ask Jerry Jones? Um, Jerry, Jerry, can I call you Jer? That's question one. No. <laughs> Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, why are you the way you are? <laughs> Here's a legit question: How in in the old Cowboy Stadium did you get from the owner's box to the sideline so fast? Like, did you teleport? Scotty beamed them up. They would show him in the fourth quarter. It'd be a tight game. He'd be in the owner's box. They'd run a play, and then the next play, he'd be on the sidelines over uh the coach's shoulder and they'd lose and it was hilarious that brings up the question are there two jerry's Ooh, is there a stand-in jerry what number jerry are we on you know how when ugga dies they yes. replace it we could be on like jerry the fourth at this point and they just keep rolling them out there hmm. that's what i would ask him what incarnation of jerry are you what number jerry are you all right uh l or b what's our homework what are we going to go to next yeah what do you want to do next we've done so here's what we've done we have done the best football alum that went to each school we did the best mascot we did the best fight song best vacation destination what's next on the list do we go uh celebrity biggest biggest alum period like at the non-sport non-sports non-sports yeah. the biggest alum non-sports like non-sports alum non-sports alum for ecu would who would that be would it be vince or sandra i know that's a i would say vince if you went around yeah if you poll people who would they know more vince mcmahon or sandra bullock who would the current students know more but if you broke it out in age vince probably vince they're both. Has Sandra Bullock done a relevant movie in the last five to ten years? Bird Box. Bird Box. A <laughs> Netflix movie. It sucked. But it was a, everybody talked about it. Was that around COVID times, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. It was. So it was one of those things like um, those Joe Ozarks. Exotic that everybody Tiger watched. King. Did you say Ozark? Yeah. That, that was, was good. That was popular. Yeah. Very good. Uh, but Bird Box. I think Sandra Bullock might have done other, I think she might have like a Netflix deal going now where every now and then they pop up a uh, a new movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, we'll do that. Famous alums. Non-sports. That'll be next week. Most Technic- famous. Well, technically, you can't count Sandra Bullock. She didn't graduate from here. Vince did. You're not going to do it anyway. <laughs> that is true. I mean, like, you're going to show up next week and just be like... I'm literally going to ask, so what was the homework? <laughs> 
Focus. Focus. <laughs> How's that focus going in 2023? It's going great. It's going yeah. awesome. Yeah. Chandler getting it done. All right, Shirley, can I get some uh, March Madness music? Sure. So I can run down these standings again. Really, all you need to know right now is Clip Brock is in the lead, a.k.a. Uh, Poppy Clipo. <laughs> Poppy <laughs> like. <laughs> Poppy like the tournament. Poppy's got a nice little cushion there, too. Uh, thank you. I've been working on it for years. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Poppy Light Wings. <laughs> Seven point lead over Shirley. Then you got Morgan Aylers, Jonathan Ellerby, Hunter Ellerby in the mix. Former champion. I got I got a few former champions up here. Morgan Aylers, Hunter Ellerby, myself. You ever won one of these? I John Boy? I don't. I, I, I had this conversation with my son this morning on the way to school, and he's like, You've never won. I was like, Well, I'll take your word for it. I mean, <laughs> So he's uh, he is a former chat. Still got his bracket hanging up in my office. It is an inexact science. Uh, it sometimes people who don't watch basketball win. Sometimes I just, they do. I think I think the one shining moment interview that you'll get with Wes Hines when he wins this year will be just classic. I can't wait to see because we get kind of inside Bryce's thoughts on why he picks who he picks. I would love to hear that thought process with Wes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of West moments on the bracket this year. Chandler Honeycutt. It was an easy fix. What game was it? Purdue. It was Purdue, two teams Memphis. that lost in the first round, which makes it even funnier. Purdue and Memphis. Yeah. You had Purdue. I had Purdue Memphis and then Purdue Memphis. It was like a rematch. Yeah. He had his first ever rematch in the NCAA tournament on his bracket, which was. And hey, that, look, that, it's it's his bracket. <laughs> that's right. Hey, look. And I had a blunder myself. I left one blank. I gave everybody a free space. I left the Pitt Creighton Pitt Xavier game blank. You just didn't care about it. I didn't care about it. I I refused to make a pick on that game. Poppy didn't like. I just (laughs) Poppy. Poppy forgot. Poppy gets forgetful sometimes. Poppy got so excited about the next game. (laughs) (laughs) So I left it blank, and that could end up hurting me down the stretch as I gave up those two points. Uh, because Shirley is on my heels, and Shirley, your national champion is who? Alabama. Roll Tide. I've got Texas. Who was your champion, Ellerby? Texas. All right. Hook them. I love, 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 love Thursday night. You've got, I just want to watch the West. I really don't care about any other region uh, this weekend. You've got Arkansas and Yukon. Tristan Newton playing well. Uh, for the Huskies and their run to the Sweet 16. But they are big. They are physical. Arkansas is really coming into their own. I had them beating Kansas. I have UConn winning this game. I kind of want to go back on that because Arkansas is playing great right now, but that is going to be an absolute war. And then after that, Gonzaga-UCLA. Awesome game coming up late night on Thursday night. Those are two great games going on in Vegas, LRB. Yes, can't wait. You can catch the action right here on Pirate Radio. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm, you can wait. I think you were lying to me there. Can you not wait? Poppy waits. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, really enjoyed the play-by-play coverage. Enjoy it every year, but tuning into Pirate Radio, live look-ins, uh, you hear the end of games. It's a lot of fun. Bill Rosinski, a voice blast from the past. Good to hear him uh, doing some games. I, I, I've always enjoyed him when he was the uh, voice of the Panthers. And good to hear a guy that Coach Mack and I mutually dislike, Doug Gottlieb. I was very pleased last week when Coach Mack said he did not like Doug Gottlieb. Right. It made me it validated my dislike for He's Doug kind Gottlieb. Of a villain in the basketball world. Oh, definitely. And no, but that he likes it that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like he, 
He is the heel. He, if you came up and said you liked him, he might say, I hate your shirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he wants you to dislike him, and he is he is just like a wrestling heel, yeah. doing a great job with that. All right, LRB, uh, anything else? Uh, I had a question about Dale Murphy. Is yes. the Dale Murphy event sold out? It. Uh, we have a few tickets remaining, so if you want to get in, uh, get in this week. Uh, but uh, we are coming down the closing stages. Excited. A week from Sunday, Dale Murphy in Greenville, North Carolina. Your chance to meet a living legend Sunday, April 2nd. So call us here at the studio or uh, shoot me an email. There are a few spots remaining, but uh, we are closing everything out by the end of business on Friday. We'll talk uh, baseball, ECU, and more with Molly coming up in hour number two. But we are a week and two days away from opening day of Major League Baseball for the first time since, I think, 1969. It was the 1960s. Every team will play on opening day. What a what a novel. novel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why isn't it always this way? Well, why don't they give the commissioner a raise? What a great job he's doing. Every team will play on opening day. That's really cool. That's coming up next Thursday. And then um, during that weekend, the Braves will be playing the Nationals and will be uh, enjoying some baseball. Yes, we're going to watch, watch that game with Dale Murphy at tiebreaker. That'll be really cool. Uh, so that's coming up. World Baseball Classic tonight. I have not watched it the entire time. I will be tuning in tonight to see if USA can win against Japan. Poppy like. Poppy like the baseball classic. All right, Ellerby. Thanks for hanging out. See you next week. We'll Do my talk, homework. Talk to you next week. We'll have the most famous non-sports alum from each of the ECU football opponents in 2023. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. It is a new era of pirate football at the quarterback position with Holton Aylers out, Mason Garcia in. Will the Pirates add more depth to that room via the transfer portal this offseason? That remains to be seen. But right now, Mason Garcia has been handed the reins and is ready to go. Chandler is ready to go with something. Barbecue out pasta in it's a spicy meatball with the italian stallion himself mason garcia uh and we had a chance to hear from him over the weekend after east carolina saturday practice we'll get to that on our flight by yingling practice report the next generation of light beer is flight by yingling don't just raise a glass raise the bar flight by yingling available wherever beer is sold let's hear what mason garcia had to say over the weekend waiting your time and getting a chance to spring to kind of show you the number one guy? I mean, it's a process, you know, and I, like me and Coach K were just talking at the practice, you know, it's something that we both wanted in me, you know, and Holton was always there, and Holton wasn't going to come back for his last year, but, you know, it's the best decision he made, and it was the best decision for me to sit back behind him and learn another year. And coming into spring, you know, learning behind him is like you just seeing everything quicker, you know what I'm saying, just being behind him and stuff. And 
that's really it, man, just being able to sit behind him for those years and be able to come in and now just see everything and be able to do it. It's not perfect, but it's going to get there. How comfortable are you in the offense? I mean, you've had obviously three years to learn it, yeah. and you feel like you pretty much know everything. Yeah. So just preparation for me now, just being able to watch the film maybe twice before I get out here or just be ahead of everybody, you know, just because it starts with me on this offense. So, I mean, just getting going every day and preparing really is the main key for me, and I feel great, you know, without here with these guys, and everybody's doing awesome. How has it been kind of stepping into that, we'll call it QB1 role, right. where you're kind of the guy everyone looks to? Right, I mean, you just got to, like I said, you got to be prepared. You got to be the most prepared out of everybody on the field. You got to uh, take everything to a next level. You got to be the first one in the uh, locker room, last one out of the locker room. Be that leader for younger guys like Raheem. You know, he came in and did a great job, you know what I'm saying? Being, you know, I'm trying to teach, teach him as much as Holton taught me, you know, but it's great to get around with the guys and be able to feel like that man to lead the group. How is it to get out there and kind of compete against your own defense and see what those guys can do. What's funny is a lot of those guys on defense are 2020 class guys that came with me. So everybody's, you know, coming together and we're all competitive because we've been waiting our turn. So it's, it's a lot it's a lot of fire in that group. So it's, it's awesome competing well. Who have you maybe developed a good connection with uh, as far as, you know, kind of favorite targets? I know you and Shane. Yeah, for the first week I know it was a short four days, but, you know, starting with uh, the first four, you got Josiah, Carey, you got uh, Jalen, Shane, you know, those guys are all veterans, you know. They know the step of football right now, and everybody's moving quick, so it's good. And uh, the connection is just going to continue to get better, and you'll see it progress. We've seen a couple new guys come in. We I asked Coach about uh, the guy from the Georgia Southern. What have you seen out of him? I mean, he's just a competitor, you know, and that's what Coach Houston looks for in recruiting and stuff as well. So, I mean, he came in and, you know, came to workouts every day, never missed, showed up. You know, guys like him are going to uh, help us out a lot, and we, we look to get more of people like him. So, yeah. Touched on kind of putting in the extra work, extra time. How much do you take from him in regards to that aspect of West? His grit for the game, you know, you see him up here all day long. You see him out here, you know, stretching in the weight room or something like that. You know, it's just seeing that stuff. You got to, you got to be into it to be able to be good in this program and anywhere in college football because the game is very important. So. Sorry, you had the touchdown run at the end. Um, do you obviously enjoy running these environments? You kind of wish the time to get, get hit a Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm running like I'm getting hit. You know, sometimes it may might not seem like it, but I'm definitely running like thinking I'm trying to get away from a defender that I'm getting hit. But, you know, it's full speed everything around here with Coach Houston, so that's all that matters. What's the relationship like now with Holton now that he's kind of – he's not here, but you right. know, do you still have a line to him? 100%. Yeah, I mean, first day of practice, you know, the first person that texted me after practice was Holton, you know, asking how everything was going. And, and me personally, I'm going to give him my best, you know, uh, grit of how practice went. And he, you know what I'm saying, just backed up behind me. And we talk every day. So, I mean, that's my best friend. So, yeah, very good. How good is it to see Josh? <laughs> that's my guy. I mean, he he makes me work even more. I mean, like I go home and watch films. Like, nah, we're going in the stretch real quick. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's a great piece to this program, and uh, he's going to continue to work and get better. And I can't wait to see him back out here full speed. Mason Garcia there uh, speaking as a QB one. Uh, you can tell how much he has matured, or grown up, and it's just it's kind of funny that there's a lot of folks shocked, and I wouldn't say I'm shocked, but. It is kind of surprising to see a guy wait his turn as long as Mason Garcia did this day and age. It is not the norm anymore. It used to be the norm. This used to be the story for every quarterback. You'd have to wait for the veteran. You'd you'd bring in the big-time recruit. Yeah, he'd battle for the job. If he didn't win it, lost it to a veteran, he'd wait his turn and and then uh, hand over the keys to the car. And that has since kind of gone out with the dinosaur 
with all the transfers and everything but mason garcia has waited his opportunity he talked about it there holden aylers came back for another year when he didn't have to and mason said he took advantage of that and once again uh just took another year of learning behind him and uh it's it's refreshing to hear yeah i saw somebody use the the term uh yesterday on twitter uh he's basically like a unicorn in this nil slash transfer portal ridden world and uh i mean and he's had several opportunities to go elsewhere especially i mean there was a lot of times where we thought maybe that he would be getting some opportunities because of maybe some of holton's struggles or maybe some of his uh injuries that he could have missed out on and given mason garcia or being up big in football games Uh, a lot of maybe red flags for a guy to transfer but that's not mason garcia's plan and then now he's getting his opportunity to be qb1 here at east carolina and hopefully he makes uh uh, takes advantage of it yeah we want to see that pay off he talked about some of the returning weapons on this team and mentioned by name jalen johnson josiah hatfield shane calhoun and carrie king threw that name in there which made my ear tingle a bit so is carrie king or one right now to keep an eye on as a guy who could get a lot of targets in 2023 but garcia has a good connection being around so long with those guys and uh, that was good to hear. And again, you, you just you think about players leaving all the time. Uh, coaches the same way. If you look at the main NCA men's college basketball page on ESPN.com, here are the stories right now. Ed Cooley hired to lead Georgetown's new chapter as he leaves Providence. Rick Patino leaves Iona to become St. John's coach. Um, Tobin Anderson leaving fairly dickinson replacing rick patino at iona so the coaching carousel has begun the player portal carousel started last week when the portal opened back up we saw that hit here at home with javon small and with saxby sunderland so this is i look at it as it is the this is normal now this is the way it goes i don't necessarily like it but uh if i'm going to continue to be a sports fan and a college basketball fan and a college football fan then uh, i'm just gonna have to deal with it i'd much rather just talk about the games themselves <clears throat> that's my favorite part doing the bud light pregame tailgate previewing games talking about the matchups doing that rather than the stuff that goes on like this with the conference realignment coaching changes players leaving but it's all part of it so uh it is the life i embraced and i am on board with it for the ride no matter how wild that ride is and no matter how no matter how many turns and detours it takes from the path i'm trying to get to but that's uh just the way it is things will never be the same although everything is cyclical maybe one day it will be cool and popular and trendy to stay at your school and maybe it won't always be this way everything moves in cycles in life there's different trends and different fads so yeah let's start a new fad guys staying in, at their school let's make that cool again it's cool man it's cool to stay like you know some there's some fashion styles that are coming back i you know what i heard this weekend and i never jumped off of it and here i am again up front my uh, wife and daughter went to the mall i hear that cargos are coming back yes and guess what i've been on it the entire time call you me never a, left call me a trendsetter if you will cargo shorts are back baby and who's been here since day one 
Poppy likes cargo. Poppy likey. Poppy likey. <laughs> Poppy like cargoes. Poppy has them on right now. Right now, wearing cargo shorts. Why? That's just the shorts I've worn since I was in fifth grade. <laughs> why change it? It's always worked for me. I've never understood why you go to something that does the hoodie. This is a perfect. This is a perfect day. Hoodie and shorts. I get to hide some of my worst features. I get to show off my best features, my calves. I mean, it's just a you wonderful day. Got an awesome pirate radio hat. Like this is a, a perfect day for me. Picture perfect. You do have some baby cows on you. Baby cows. I'm moving down there, man. <laughs> yeah. You got I'm, some calves. I'm moving up top <laughs> for one reason, but for another reason, I am moving down there. My calves are just chewing on grass. You throw one of my calves on the grill. <laughs> you're gonna, How do you like your calves? <laughs> It's like a medium well turkey leg. <laughs> you're gonna ha- you're gonna enjoy your meal if you throw my calf. You don't calf. even need a one sauce. Do you call a singular like my right? It's still a calf. Calv. Calv. A calf. A calf. A calf. Yeah, one cal calf. There's no f. Calf. Is there a singular f in a in a cal calf? I don't. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, hard to say calves is a hard word to say i i don't because you I, leave out the your l calves your calves calves like like the cleveland calves or the virginia calves say it that way anyway chandler what's your best feature mm, pro- probably my calves probably my legs you my joining calves. the calf clan i'm the, i'm in the calf clan charlie how about you I don't know because my legs are pretty mangled from just years of softball. Man, uh, that's a nice visual. Well, Some I mean, mangled legs. you have seen my legs lately. It looks uh, like she dipped them in a shark tank. Just got- <laughs> I have broad shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. could it? Uh, my dimples, maybe. All right, they call her. Have, they call her Shirley Dimple. Because <laughs> I have dimples in my cheeks, but I also have dimples in my shoulders. You have nice arms, which show off your tattoos. Yeah, I do. I I would say my arms would be my other choice. It's dip- <laughs> What do you got, Chandler? It's dimply delicious. <laughs> dimply delicious. Dimply delicious. I'll talk to Mike Mullis coming up uh, in just a little bit. This this uh, mode of questioning, <clears throat> which, by the way, you, you were talking about nicknames. I have a very unique nickname that I got when I was in my freshman year of high school. And it lasted all through college, and to this day, some people still call me by that name. Which and is? that is, believe it or not, it's Yo. Yo. That's it? Yo, that's very it. Very simple. I like it's it. It's very simple, but what it was is when I was in middle school, <clears throat> one year I went by Shirley, and then the next summer I had to go by my middle name because there were two Shirleys in the same cabin. So to avoid confusion, um, I... Uh, went by my middle name and then when I got to uh, my freshman year at camp there were some kids there that that knew me from my seventh grade year and then there were some from my eighth grade year so they were calling me two separate names and they were both correct but my counselor got utterly confused in terms of what to call me so she said you know what I'm just going to call you yo and you're going to answer me and it stuck and as a matter of fact, some camp friends ended up going to college with me, and they did not know my real name until the day I graduated, and they called out my name. 
I like a simple, cool nickname like yeah. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I was called that. I was called that all through college. Craig says I heard someone call cargos purse pants. Okay. So. And, and that made you do a laugh. And how cry. is that guy doing today? That made you do a crying laugh emoji, Craig. So when you heard somebody said, "Hey, look, cargos purse pants," you just started crying, <laughs> you know, laughing. Are you insane? Do you, you need to be institutionalized? You know who doesn't care about whether or not cargo pants are being called purse pants? Me. The guy that in, or whoever it was that invented cargo pants because they are sitting on a fat pile of cash right about now. They don't care what you call it. John Cargo. Because instead of toilet paper, he uses $100 bills. That's I'm right. sure. That's I'm right. sure. All right. Uh, big cargo guy. All right. Let's take a break. When we return, I'm going to ask Chandler and Shirley a trivia question. Could you guys pull up the. Uh, Sweet 16 left in college basketball. Just so you have it as a guide, and I will ask you a trivia question regarding that. When we return to wrap up our number one of Pirate Radio Live, that was our flight by Yingling practice report. The next generation of light beer. Don't just raise a glass, raise the bar. Flight by Yingling, available wherever beer is sold. We're here. We will hear more from the ECU practice fields and player interviews when Bryce Williams joins us in hour number three. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years. It continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. We're talking about nicknames earlier in the show. David on Facebook says, my nickname in high school was Tree. Several of my closest friends still call me Tree. I was 6'6", 315, a running back on the first day of hitting. He got ran into, and he just stood there, and the running back coach yelled out, you big damn tree, don't (laughs) hurt him, so it stuck. He says his younger brother was nicknamed Stump. So they have a, a family full of tree names. Cool. Neat story. Cool. Neat story. Thank you, David, for sharing that private information with the public. Uh, we have a man on the inside. Okay. It's always good to have a man on the inside. John Gilbert, ECU Athletics Director, has been named to the NCAA Division I Baseball Committee. The committee provides administrative oversight of the Division I Baseball Championship, including the College World Series. His term of service begins September 1st, 2023 continues through august 31st 2027 so uh it's good to have a man on the inside john gilbert's going to omaha can the baseball team go we shall see but can't hurt right 
the only thing I know is that we got a man on the inside. We got a man on the inside. Good things happen when you have a man on the inside. That's right. All right. Uh, your trivia question. Do y'all have a um, Sweet 16 handy just so you can look over some teams? I got this out of the trash. All right. You're only going to get two guesses, so use them wisely. All right. We'll go um, back and forth on this. Four schools. Are y'all looking at the men's Sweet 16? Yes. All right. That's all you're allowed to look at. Four schools made the Sweet 16 in both men's and women's basketball this year. Name those four schools. You can name one at a time. Um, Shirley, Chandler. I'll go Miami. Miami's correct. Shirley, do you have one? Uh, one There are three left. Four schools that made the Sweet 16 in both the men's and women's tournaments this year. The U is correct. They uh, upset Indiana in women's last night. Wait, they beat Indiana in men's and women's, now that I think about it. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, because that's what's showing up here. And uh, Tennessee. Tennessee is correct. Chandler, two left. I'm going to go. I don't know if they won. Who you got? I'm just going to throw out Texas. Texas lost last night. Because I thought so. Because they got I saw, smoked by Louisville. Because I saw that one girl getting that girl's face. Yeah. And then the Louisville girl basically pushed her off. It was a big scene. It was a by I didn't know if that was a Sweet 16 game or not. But, uh, yeah, so I'm wrong there. All right, Shirley, your final guess. UConn. I feel like that would should have been the obvious. That is correct. The other school on the list is UCLA. UCLA, Tennessee, UConn, and the U the four schools to make the men's and women's sweet 16 this year chandler did you like get mad and ball up a bracket and throw it away no this is uh this is the sweet he dug 16. it out of the trash can. i know this I saw is the sweet 16 diving. bracket that shirley used to grade our brackets and it was laying on my desk and i asked her yesterday do you need this anymore and she said no so i crumbled it up and threw it in the trash and you said you needed us to get the brackets out for the Sweet Thank 16. Thank you. Okay, you really explained the entire situation. And I said, well, Thank I remember, I throw, I I remember throwing that. away that bracket yesterday. Okay. So I went and right. I dug and we I found. Yep. I thought I found it first, uh-huh. and then it was an empty bracket. Well, I think and I we threw got that it back at this away. point. And then I found this one. Yeah. Holy cow. Thank you for, uh, you know what? That's my fault for asking because you explained it well, the entire story. Uh, now, what are you going to do? Throw it back away? Ball, uh, ball, yep, ball it up again? Can you make that shot in the trash can? I'm going to say no. You going lefty? Yeah, Why'd you go lefty? He aired it. He, he airballed it. Tried to hot dog it and airballed it. I, right. I went with a hook get, uh, earlier today and hit Chandler instead of the trash can. All right, he just shot right-handed, and it was way worse. Now he's got to <laughs> climb under the table. All right, let's take a break. When we return, we'll talk some baseball. The East Carolina pitching staff has been phenomenal. We'll talk about that and their lineup and more with mike mullis world baseball classic championship tonight usa versus japan major league baseball opening day just a week and two days away a lot to talk about on the baseball front we'll do it with mike mullis when we return after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Sim, uh, excuse me, thanks to Tim Sutton for his sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Pack Studio here. As we kick off hour number two, the Mully Man. I like when Mully says it might have to be over the phone, and then he gives me a surprise pop-in visit to the studio. Great to see you, Mully. Well, when I say Mike, like I just don't know. Not a guarantee. Not a guarantee, but here I am. And here you are, and uh, you brought some guests with you today. Yeah, got some other Mully men. A couple of boys. Uh, so, yeah, a couple of boys. In the house. Yeah, Who we jo- got here? J- Josh and Matt. Josh my, and Matt. My, two of my sons, one of them couldn't make it. I understand it's Josh's birthday. Happy it birthday. Is. That, say that again thank you all right you're welcome yeah well uh, done what's the uh on the birthday agenda so uh we're, we're doing a uh low country boy josh would you like to share with the people what's uh what the birthday plan is no, sir. okay <laughs> it's uh we're doing a low country bull from cubbies if you haven't tried it i would highly recommend it that was your request yes sir nice and uh it, it, and it's kind of a tradition that my boys like they like tennis shoes they're they're, they're sneakerheads so yeah. <laughs> uh he's ordering a pair of kicks as did the other two and uh you know just hang out with fam sneakerheads what uh so that has the potatoes corn on the cob the uh shrimp and sausage, sausage. yeah hush puppies the hush puppies are a fan favorite you keep yeah, talking about the hush puppies i love the big hush puppy guys in the house big hush puppy guys yes, all right good deal well happy birthday sounds like it's gonna be a good one for you, yes, thank you. all right mully man um where to begin you know start with the world baseball Classic. absolutely that's a great place to start so last night uh what mexico and japan uh man i finally surrendered went to bed in the eighth and uh, Japan comes back and walks them off. So, it was, a, you know, I thought it was a kind of a foregone conclusion. And I will tell you that the kid that started for Japan is going to be uh, a highly compensated young man. I would try to pronounce his name, but I have no chance. Uh, but this this dude was like 102 with filthy back-end stuff. I mean, he was, uh, he was the real deal. He's kind of cruising through four or into the fourth and, you know, gives up a little kind of uh, – they, they still play the shift. They still play more traditional baseball or what we're – and maybe what we're more accustomed to. And he beat the shift. The next thing you know, I literally walk out of the room, come back, and it's 3 nothing. Uh, Mexico against a guy who looked like nobody was going to be able to hit him. So tonight uh, I had actually had lunch with our uh, our buddy Brandon Manning today, and Brandon made a great point. He said that uh, this will possibly be the most watched baseball game ever uh, because obviously it involves Japan, and regardless of what baseball has uh, done in the U.S., it still has a – uh, very passionate following in Japan. So, hey, pretty exciting play tonight at 7. Uh, I know you mentioned you hadn't really followed the World Baseball Classic, but that's, you know, right down uh, right down my alley, and, and it has been a lot of fun. I, I think one of the funnest games I've seen in a long time was uh, Puerto Rico and the Dominican going at it. Uh, so, it, it's been great. There's been mixed reviews uh, kind of on how the, you know, I've even talked about it some on the air about how the pitching's been handled by the U.S., and a lot of it legislated by the big, team t- big league teams that own the rights to these guys, but um, you know, Keith Olbermann came out and had a pretty strong stance about getting rid of it because it's an exhibition. But 
you know, he, he, he cites it as a reason to sell more jerseys uh, and hats and swag, which is kind of ridiculous. I think the when you see the fans in attendance at these games, there's some passion behind what's going on. And it's just because the Americans aren't as impassioned as we once were doesn't mean this doesn't have global impact and it's not a good thing for the game. You mentioned the pitching. I heard, I believe, did I hear they're going basically with a bullpen game tonight? Yeah. The championship? And, 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 and frankly, a lot of it has been... Um, or is that the way it's been the kind entire of, time? Kind of been that way. Yeah. yeah like, hey, you know, they, the the big league teams were dictating, hey, we're going to go X, you know, my guy could go X number of pitches or X number of innings, uh, but then he shut down and then you got to go. Hey, look, I think it would have been really cool and still would be cool to see the likes of Max Scherzer pitching this thing, this you know the the true, you know big dogs, if you will, in Major League Baseball. We we didn't get a ton of that, but it's been really really entertaining. And and, and I I mean I I think if you talk to the players that are participating in this tournament, they will tell you that it does mean something to play for their country. Yeah, uh, you know, and and I I think it's been a great event and and probably one of the best ones that I can remember. It's also got to be fun for them to break the cycle. I mean, it's not like they're – I mean, they're playing baseball for a living, so it's great. But to play with the best uh, in Major League Baseball, you're playing, you're having fun. There's probably not a ton of pressure on these guys, too. It's got to be back to just fun playing baseball rather than the grind that is playing a three-game series in June. You know what I mean? You know, and for a lot of these guys, they didn't play college ball. They didn't get a chance to experience with the players at East Carolina and, you know, what they get to experience with having that camaraderie and playing for the win. They go right to play single for money. A, double they're, A. They're playing for cash. And the grind. Yeah. That's right. It's a job. This is more of a situation where they get to, you know, you said it right, play the game, and it's it's playing for the tournament. And like, you see guys like Trey Turner, he's just been electric, and you got Mike Trout, then you had a really special moment where Ken Griffey's uh, on the coaching staff, and you see uh, Ken Griffey jump in the cage and take BP, and all these Major League All-Stars are standing around watching Ken Griffey Jr. hit. You know, yeah. he's older than I am now, and he's, you know, he, he did run a ball out of the park. Uh, I was telling somebody today, like, I saw it, like, scrolling through social media, and the minute I saw the hat backwards and the and the hands back in that position, I went, dude, that's Griffey. Now, Camden when he turned... Yards, 1992. Yeah, right. And when he turned, you know, he, he had the belly like the rest of us, and <laughs> uh, and the the... the the, the, the follow-through wasn't quite as long and poetic as, it, poetic as it once was, but it was still Ken Griffey Jr. And these dudes are standing around watching him like, you know, like it was the second coming. So, I, I mean, I think there's been a lot of really cool moments. Again, the Latin American countries, it, it is – Japan, it is a it is a maybe a religion. And the Latin American companies, it's absolutely a on-fire passion. Yeah. And to watch the way those guys play um, – it, it, it is not showing up. No, and it's neat to see, too. I talked about it the other day. I would think Japan is not a ton of the hooting and hollering. You're not going to get that. And it kind of shows you that there's maybe no right way or wrong way. No. There's different ways to go about enjoying the game, playing the game. You know, we, we, we talked about um, like going back to East Carolina with the West Coast playing, playing Long Beach State. Um, you had the West Coast style, and then you have the kind of hybrid that Cliff plays. Kind of a he does, you know, he'll lay a ball down and hit and run and do those things that that you think are synonymous with West Coast baseball. But Cliff's still not a, a, afraid to let a guy hit a three run home run, and I, I say that kind of tongue in cheek. When you see this tournament, you kind of get a flair or a feel for the flair from each country, and it is cool. And then you had a team, uh, gosh, who would like the not the Ukraine? It was Czechoslovakia. Maybe won their first game are ever. They still a country. I, and well, they get a team, so I mean, right. I, you know, but they uh, 
uh, maybe yeah i think it was the checks got a got a win this year for the first time i mean it's i think it's cool stuff i mean i really do all right so championship tonight fox sports one seven yeah, o'clock one, seven o'clock uh usa and japan and yeah this lineup is crazy and trey turner man i what an unfortunate list of teams he's been on for me personally i well, mean went to state it, yeah it's not gonna get any better nationals dodgers phillies i've never been able to root for the guy so i finally can now that he's wearing a usa on his that's chest. right do you have that the lineup pulled up right there by chance uh, it, it is if you haven't seen it i mean i'll try to run it back it's uh they like milan arnado they had uh, mike trout they've got Trey turner goldie's playing first base mookie uh, mookie Betts is playing left i think trout played center and uh, i know mullins hit a home run the other night yeah, is he even starting you had pete alonzo uh you had no mullins is off the bench i mean it's just it, it's i don't remember who who was doing the catching last night but it's, they got real muto on yeah, the roster JT real along muto. with kyle higa uh, uh, the yankees catcher yeah, yeah, JT Realmuto is going to be the catcher. But no, that I mean, it's just it's pretty cool. It is an all star game that means something. I saw somebody say it, harken them back to when the all star game was fun and Pete Rose was running over catchers and things like that. So, yeah, good compare. Do you think this is is this the best time of the year for it? I, I don't know when you do it that's better. Do, I agree. Do, if you get them on the back end. You know, everybody's you're, you're, you're just worn out and they're shutting it yeah. down. Right. So, I mean, look, it, this works in hockey, right? Hockey, hockey takes the break when it's the Olympics, whatever. It's the same type deal. It's just we as Americans are so spoiled that we think everything should happen exactly as it happened last year or yeah. as it's scripted that it bothers us. I thought about if you did it mid season, but the complaints about injuries would be amplified if you do it then. You just can't do it then. Again, I think this is the best time. Right. I mean, if I, I'm kind of from the school of thought that if a dude's going to get hurt, he's going to get hurt. Like, it, it, regardless of the uniform he's wearing. And if a guy gets hurt celebrating, you can't blame that on the World Baseball Classic. No, when that happened, and then you had uh, uh, Altuve gets hit in the hand with a fastball, breaks his thumb. Look, man, that, that's part of the game. They're still playing spring training ball. That, it's exactly like right. And it, 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 if you again, if they got hurt here, do you think they're going to go 162 and not get hurt? I mean, it's just you know, I, I don't know. I I think that's kind of much ado about nothing. And the, look, these teams, the major league teams, are protected from a contract standpoint. They got insurance on these guys. I mean, the, the, to me, the pros greatly outweigh the cons. Mike Wallace joining us, big fan. Hey, I'm glad to hear you so excited about a brand of baseball because yeah. you're down on the major league game. You love the college game. I do. But nice to hear uh, that, that you're on board with this. Yeah. It's All right. Good. Molly, how about the Pirate Arms? Uh, I, but I, dominant starting pitching from ECU lately. I mean, I, I mean, what do you say? I mean, I, it, again, if, if people are listening, and I think most of the listeners are, are probably avid fans and watching, but if you haven't had a chance to go watch a pitch, I mean, it, it's almost like home run pitching because there's a bunch of strikeouts. And they are uh, big-time strikeouts in, in big moments. And, I mean, again, you're seeing breaking balls as good as you're going to see in college baseball between your Savage and Groves. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely impressive. How about the, the lineup uh, that we're seeing right now? Where are these guys? Is Josh Moylan starting to swing a hot bat. So hot that he had two hits yesterday that he just threw into you know left yeah. field and left fielder made a bad play on it. Uh, but things like that yeah, happen one, when you're hitting the ball, right? One of those is a little questionable. But yeah, I, you know, put it in play, you, get, you, know, you got a fighting chance. If you're making a left, going back to the dugout, you got no chance. So I, and look, we've talked about it before. Is there anybody on this team that you can cheer for more than Moreland? 
I mean, he has done so much to try to put himself in this position. And, uh, you know, he started off uh, scuffling. Uh, I would love to know if we ever find out if there was some magic conversation or what that moment was where it became, um, you know, he became a little more centered and, and kind of found himself. He's it, talked about it from not really a baseball standpoint, but a mental off standpoint. Off the field, yeah. And, and doing those things. And apparently, it's a, I love his line about realizing that he gets to go out to the field every day and not has to like it's fun and you know that's a whole thought process that you know that that even you know business coaches teach is that you know it's it's to get to not to have to's that and and it's just that change in mentality if you know if you're a i mean both these boys play football and and the, the day that they realize they get to go to practice and they get to be part of the team and it's and instead of i have to go to practice today it's a difference in mentality and a difference in the way you feel about what's in front of you so i mean kudos to him for for it's one thing to say a clip is another thing for right. practical, practical application yeah and we're seeing that on the field right now with josh Moylan. we'll talk to him monday on the players lounge uh, yesterday josh gross said the players got to have a bp round because they threw a shutout yep. every shutout pitchers you get a, a pitcher pitchers bp pitcher bp and, and look they clamor for that they beg for that i mean it's always been a thing back to my playing days uh, pitchers and look and as a position player you're watching these pitchers they take me being like just you know come on and as a coach you're going just nobody doing things stupid to get hurt i mean let's just get through this but uh but yeah good for them and uh and josh gross said i said how many pitches do you get he said well oh, usually, not many. usually 10 to 15 and then or until a guy starts complaining and i said so how many pitches did you get and he said about 30 like he was not leaving the box oh really yeah, yeah. so i mean t- typically if i when i've thrown pitchers bp it's like all right well let, you, you get know, them out of let, there let's go let you know yeah. I, I look and i'm staying as far away from their hands as you know yeah and i anyway just trying to kind of hit the the heart of the plate uh and as soon as a dude maybe hits a ball out of the park i'm like all right get out of there next guy you know so it's uh but it's fun for them. the pirates will play in their third uh maybe fourth at this point minor league stadium of the year and they've still got a couple more coming later on so they are a uh, traveling road show they'll take on campbell coming up tomorrow we'll talk to chris haymeyer and uh talk to him earlier today he said there's projections out there mully and this is just more uh it doesn't matter what it says this time of year but for them to see a Bowie's creek regional even being discussed that's a big deal for the folks at camp yeah they've come so far you know i, I clip off and i'd be interested to hear your take on this i I understand the 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 neutral field stuff, and I understand trying to get the you know I guess get them in the minor league ballparks. Um, but I don't think that's as big a deal as it once was to the players, because let's face it, Campbell's got a really nice facility, and East Carolina obviously has a really nice facility. And then the fact that we as fans can't watch that game tomorrow because there'll be no no television broadcast is a little bit of a bummer, because man that that's got a chance to be a really really good baseball game. I mean you know I last time they played. Uh, I wouldn't consider that a really good baseball game because there were balls kicked around, a lot of walks, hit by pitches. It's always the fourth game of the season, maybe a little, you know, little, yeah, no, yeah stuff, no, so. nobody's quite ready. But um, you know, Campbell had the kid that's kind of catching the social media world uh, left-hander. I guess went up one hundred and two the other day. So um, Campbell, yeah, and Campbell's a really quality club. So I, I wish we had a chance to see that game. Obviously. We could jump in the car and drive to Fayetteville, but I don't know how practical that is for most of us on a Wednesday night. Pirates got George Mason coming up uh, this weekend, UNCW Tuesday. Then they'll begin conference play. And, Mully, all I hear is about how much this conference has been struggling 
in the non-conference and uh, just doesn't look like a good AAC. So all th- these midweek games are going to be crucial for East Carolina if they want to keep that RPI, RPI standpoint. Yeah, I, and, and I, you know, I don't know how much uh, the Mason weekend w- will be helpful yeah. in that. They, they've turned over coach and staff and you know, obviously a program that's very near and dear to, to Coach Palumbo is you know him being an alum there. But I, I don't know that um, I don't know that this is a weekend that's going to be a great test. Uh, I, I think probably looking back, it would have been nice to have had a, a another series or two in there that were a little stiffer. Uh, but you know, you got State coming up. You got obviously Wilmington, Campbell tomorrow, uh, ODU, Charlotte, like every Carolina, everything midweek is pretty tough. Yeah, Charlotte. Uh, you know, ODU, uh, ODU, and uh, Charlotte will Charlotte will be. Uh, you know, I don't know. That'll be an interesting one. But uh, but yeah, I. You know, last year the conference was not in the best place, and and I, I really expected with the portal, uh, I really expected to see the conference get much better. And, and kind of going through the portal season, if you will, I was, you know, paying attention to it, and I never really picked up on any big time guys coming over into the AAC. So, um, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it, but the nice part is, if you can't have RPI because of the conference, but you can still generate wins because of the conference, I'll take the wins. Yeah, no doubt. And they have dominated this conference past years, putting up twenty win spots three out of the last four four out of the last five so they have certainly dominated mike mullis joining us we are a week and two days away from opening day of major league baseball i know you're not i'm not amped i mean i, I know you're not i'll be excited that can day. we do a preview ne- can we make uh can we do picks next week or sure something? sure they are doing you know they're every team is the schedules are equal this year across the board they're changing that so you're not i heard today some folks talking that's good for the NL East, AL East teams where they're not having to play their division as much. They're playing everybody equally. Right. So it could help uh, as far as wins go. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, again, I don't think the schedule's the problem. I, I don't think fact, the schedule's I don't ever really like this. I like playing division opponents. I, li- I don't like having a two-game series against the Seattle Mariners. I think right. it's weird. That's uh, – that's, I, and I don't know if it's maybe the, the thought would be, hey, we're going to give the fans a chance to see teams they otherwise typically wouldn't see. I, I don't know. I, again, I don't think that's where where the problem is. I, I will tell you, I've been really impressed, and maybe Major League Baseball can take a page out of the college game uh, from this standpoint. The pace of play in college baseball, and I again, I, I think I've said this, I don't mean how long it takes to play a game. I mean, the lack of downtime between action has made the game, it truly has been a great improvement. I agree. I, it, it, the fact that a guy is out and just the amount of time I have to announce the next batter. Yeah, time like to He's go. already in there. It's time to go. And uh, I really, really enjoy that. It is, you've seen Pirates scored 10 runs the other day. The game is still around three hours. They went 245, I think, on Saturday. It's just it's moving. I think some of the games to be shipped, too, that you get, and I know it wasn't intended to do this, but it, this gives favor back to the pitcher a little bit, too, especially, I mentioned him earlier, but you talk about a guy like Max Scherzer who's going to figure out every advantage. I don't know if you and I talked about this, but, you know, the the, the watches that East Carolina wears, they, they, they get the pitch from the watch, right? Uh, well, so there's a coach that's got a keypad, and he's calling the pitches like from the dugout, right? Well, Max Scherzer was like, no, no, no. Max Scherzer has the keypad on his glove, and everybody else has the watches. 
So he's it's not he's calling the pitch saying, "Hey, here's what I'm going to throw," as opposed to having the pitch called from the dugout. So, so his catcher is reading that. Yeah. Uh, so his catcher's just his catcher's shaking his head. Nodding. Yeah, he's shaking his head. All right, Max, let it fly. Yeah. And you know, Max Scherzer's a guy that that obviously you trust to throw his own game. He's a future first round hall of, or first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, you know, one of the best that the game's ever seen. Uh, he's going to find a way to make this work to his advantage. And he's he's already showing that with getting on the mound set. He's doing things. I mean, it's funny. It used to be frowned upon to quick pitch like it would be an illegal pitch. Now it's so fringe that it's almost, uh, again, it's a weapon for, for the pitcher. Mike Mullis joining us. NCAA tournament going on, which means we're getting very close to Masters time, Mully. Yeah, it's right outside the corner, man. HV3. Fired up. In it? Yeah, well, yeah. That's cool. Something to well, we'll finally get to see him. It's weird how it's weird how he got into it, but he's in it. You yeah, know? he's in it. Um, now, will this be his last time in it? <laughs> we'll I, I don't know, man. If you can figure out how they're how they're doing this stuff, I mean, I, somebody out there has the algorithm. It's not me. Yeah. Uh, how about the tournament? You've been following it. Uh, you are about in the middle of the stage yeah, in our man, bracket pool. I, I, yeah, there was no, there's just not a whole lot to be real excited about. I t- I still it's still real to me as that fat wrestling fan said that's me it's still my favorite days of the year you know what i like about it really more than anything this may sound silly. like two teams are playing that i don't even you know I, I don't care but it's on in the living room or whatever we're doing just the squeaking of the shoes on the court like it's my wife hates that i love it i love it too i, love I think it, it's 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 and it's march it's so march madness and then you get the break in and they go to another game and you get the same so i think that's cool i mean but i uh but i i, I man it's this one's i don't know i just feel a little detached there's no acc feel at all uh there's it's just a weird it's a weird deal this weekend may get a little more interesting though you know we'll kind of call thursday night's down. gonna be awesome molly you've got yukon arkansas which is going to be a war after that ucla gonzaga that's a great night of basketball you know what get, great i mean gonzaga is just that team that finds a way every year and it's part of it is we've again they get old they get old they've got older guys so i mean it, yeah it Again, you're a diehard basketball guy, and and that, that, I guess this would be the equivalent to me watching a World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I, 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 I have. Was in, I was in hibernation this week. I watched every game of it. I have watched this, but I've not. It's certainly not been um, must see TV for me. And I like it because it is about the games and the players, and it's not about it, you don't talk, transfers and coaches leave it. I just enjoy the games. I love the games. I love the upsets. Love it all. It well, uh, and obviously as a crew, we were kind of on the on the jayhawk bandwagon early on and saw dooley uh, on the sideline yeah yeah he he got to move up from the from the second row but he would have rather been in the second row and have bill self in there but um i i don't we did watch him play a number of times this year and and you even you knew they were really talented but were they good enough you know as a team and and they that so so i was fired up when uh the must bus eric musselman ripped his shirt off you probably didn't enjoy that as I, much. I i don't get it i mean i don't i don't get the whole deal with it and yeah. going up but it, apparently it's his thing and yeah. i mean look if you're gonna rip your shirt off after you've had rotator cuff surgery when he was wherever he was before and he's up in the stands then you know that's his thing and he's he's real to it and it's it's i mean i guess he you know I mean, he's really just kind of just above average dad bod, so I don't know what he's... Uh, Wasn't too much to show off there, but yeah. No, no. I mean, it, it, he's not uh, doing daily workouts and getting himself in great shape, but anyway. All right. Uh, Newton says, why the heck are two top 25 teams not on ESPN Plus? That makes no sense. I, I would agree, but I, again, it's what people don't understand is that so much of these broadcasts are controlled by 
the facility at which the game is being played. And I've said it time and time again, until I had the fortune of, of being up in the box and calling that Long Beach State game, I didn't realize what went in to the production at East Carolina. But the week before you did that, you were praising how I, awesome it looked I, I, from I was. the outside. That's right. Because it, it I mean, it is. And and obviously my, my friendship with Malcolm Gray and Malcolm has explained some things to me that I that as an average consumer I wouldn't have ever maybe understood. But uh but yeah, there's a lot of effort put into it and and, and I completely agree with you know whoever just sent that in that, that um that this game this is a big game in the state of North Carolina. I mean yeah. it really is and it's it's a big game for both of these fan bases, and it's a shame that probably, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 people will be the only ones that get to see it. Molly, uh, I'll let you get back to your birthday dad duties. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming no, by. Oh, dude. I Happy appreciate birthday. It. Appreciate Great it. job this segment. Yes, sir. Thank Good you. work. Enjoy, what? The, enjoy the hush puppies. Yeah. They're electric, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Fired okay. up. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, y'all, are y'all like doing Radio Row, like Super Bowl week? Are y'all yeah, traveling yeah, to yeah. another yeah, show? Next. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got, uh, yeah, we got, we, we got Dan Patrick. TP? All yeah. right. Sounds good. Mike Mullis and the uh, Mully Boys joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. We'll take a break, come back, have more for you. Hour two. PRL rolls on after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Tuesday. Mike P. says he may be rolling down to the creek tomorrow to catch the game. Does Campbell sell beers? Nope. Should we tell him? Or should we not? Um, Let's not. No. Mike, go to Bowie's Creek tomorrow and let us know how the game goes. Let us know how the crowd is. <laughs> let us know how the game is, too. I'm, I'm going I'm to say... It's going to be like a uh, Field of the Dream situation. I'm going to say you get good seats. I'm going to say you can sit wherever you want. Uh, that game will be in Fayetteville. Our Chandler Honeycutt will be making an appearance. True? I will be there. That's exciting. Yes, very exciting. I'm just... I'm glad to go and catch a ecu baseball game on the road and to watch them play in an awesome stadium like segra stadium uh, if you haven't been it's a beautiful ball ballpark in downtown fayetteville um and so it, it's going to be a great matchup ecu versus campbell two top 20 teams in the country um going at it and it's a rematch for the pirates as they fall earlier in the season in Bowie's creek to campbell off, on a walk-off what is segra you ask do y'all know the answer? No. No. Looks like some sort of internet company. Oh. Uh, new smart Wi-Fi. That's what I found uh, when I typed it into Google. So there you go. All right. Uh, so ECU and Campbell and Mully's right. I mean, these are 
I haven't looked at North Carolina or state lately. These are the highest two ranked teams in the state of North Carolina, correct? Got to be, because I know states has some bad losses, especially one to Elon at home during a midweek game. Those midweek midweek games can be tricky, but uh, Carolina with some losses too. So I believe it is ECU and Campbell atop some of the North Carolina teams. For midweek, for ECU, these midweek games are going to become, I don't know if crucial is the word, but very important. Uh, that's where their RPI games are going to come from here this uh, the last part of the season because you've got State. Campbell midweek uh, versus UNCW, NC State at home on the 4th of April, uh, ODU at home on the 11th, Charlotte at truest field on april 19th state on the road uh north carolina will be the makeup game coming up in early may at old dominion uh, may the 9th campbell one final time may the 16th and then that is it for the remainder of the midweek schedule uh all quality opponents and then what you get on the weekend you want to roll through the conference as they've done these last few years but the conference looks weak, so the, they need to stack up the wins there and get some important RPI national kind of eyeball wins in during the midweek. And right now, if things go the way they have gone, we've got our three-man rotation on the weekend pitching phenomenal. You've got the last two AAC pitchers of the week, Trey Savage and Josh Gross, with Carter Spivey, the AAC pitcher of the year last year, sandwiched in between them and then midweek the last two weeks it's been garrett sailor who's going five plus innings and giving you some good work keeping you in the game and uh looks like that's the recipe right now yeah and um i mean you look at some of the midweek games that you had just mentioned you did go on the road and lose to uncw but you get a chance to beat them at home in clark leclerc stadium which i think you have a really good chance of doing you haven't played state yet this year but you get them at home you do get them in raleigh um, but you've seen East Carolina go on the road to Chapel Hill and get a win. You get Carolina at home during a midweek as well, um, which is a team that you have beat not just at home but on the road as well. And uh, But I think the Pirates have uh, a great opportunity to take advantage of some of these midweek games. I know the Pirates haven't played their best ball in the midweek games, but I think they have a chance to bounce back and get some uh, – very good wins and bump up that rpi going forward chad asking did anyone watch slam ball in the late 90s early 2000s well if you did it's coming back what if you didn't is it still coming back uh it is coming back do you know what slam ball is was that a video game no no they're uh i used to watch it all the time jumping on trampolines right shirley it's basketball on trampolines oh and the goals would be really high in the air right and they would basically have like dunk contests I don't know how high the goals are. I just know they're jumping on trampolines and they're dunking and yeah, playing against each other. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, Chad, I got to say I'm not as fired up about you as this returning. I don't think I'll ever watch it live. But if you're happy, I'm happy that you're happy. Whatever makes you happy. It makes me happy when other people are happy. Cheryl Crow said if it makes you happy then why the hell are you so sad <laughs> exactly it, it makes me happy to see other people get happy even i though, agree even though it might be even though the thing that they're getting happy about doesn't make me that happy uh i watched something weird and then fell asleep and then watched it when i woke up late and it has stuck with me um it is a show called swarm on amazon prime the Greensburg, oh yeah Greensburg that's one. uh that's producing a ton of buzz it, it, for 
pardon the pun. Yeah, but that was good. Ton, ton of buzz on the internet. It stayed with me. I'll say that. It is, um, it's, yeah. If you like. It, it, it does it. Uh, have you gotten to the part where Macaulay Culkin's brother makes an appearance? I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, a, a, a definite appearance. Shows a lot of himself. Yeah um i didn't realize that was him they have a lot of like guest stars in there including um billy eilish is that how you say her name yep billy eilish um paris jackson, jackson? michael jackson michael jackson's daughter, daughter? Yeah. yes better known as blanket i think was oh, paris wow. blanket or blanket. was it the <laughs> was it the son that was called blanket i thought that one was of the them. son okay was the one that i, I might be over the balcony blanket that would be the one i'm doing now family or not family guy south park impressions of michael jackson (laughs) you're being ignorant (laughs) um the show is done by donald glover aka childish Childish gambino Gambino. uh and he has a warped mind so it is uh it is a wild wild show i'll just say that check it out i need somebody to talk to about it and it's on what platform amazon prime prime poppy poppy like (laughs) poppy like honest to goodness i i have amazon prime but i have fallen so far behind in terms of shows that i should watch because I spend so little time at home right now, um, I am like I'm still trying to catch up from oh, what do they call it now? It used to be um, Gunsmoke. No, it's the British car show, and the name uh, just slipped my mind. I know what you're talking about. Um, with the three guys, I've never seen it. I know. Oh, what you're talking I about. loved it. Loved it when it was on the BBC, and then. Um, I think it's called Grand Auto something. Anyway, it's on Amazon Prime. They they moved over there after the BBC basically fired them. And um uh I thoroughly enjoyed that show and I am I'm trying to catch up on on that show, but there are other ones like I got to get this season's Mandalorian under my belt. Oh yeah, I hadn't watched that yet. Uh you know, I've got to catch up on um Wednesday because I hadn't watched that yet. I have seen that. that was yeah, good. you told me I had to watch that. Yeah, Yellow Jackets is coming out with a new season, yeah. so I gotta catch up with the first season. That's good. So I mean there's so many shows I and I just don't have week. Any, yeah. Season two. And I haven't I haven't caught up with anything. Stranger uh, Things will be coming out next year. I I'll be lucky if I catch up by the time that one comes out. I had to go uh, away from sports last night after my NCAA tournament hibernation that I went into. So I went no sports. I think I'm going to watch. I'm planning to watch the World Baseball Classic Championship game tonight, and uh, that I guess headlines the Buck scoreboard. The Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of the pirates and eastern north carolina with live music seven days a week there is no cover during the week ladies and free every friday and saturday before 10 p.m plus come and watch your favorite sports at the buck the largest 4k tv in eastern north carolina visit the buccaneer music hall.com for a complete schedule of live events this week see and be seen at the buck and your scoreboard is brought to you by the buck usa versus japan coming up tonight i'm still i I, i'm just not going to get into the nba uh this regular season i'll jump into it in the playoffs can i I give you a couple of updates for spring baseball spring oh you mean spring training 
Yes, that's what I meant. Like scores? Yes. Ah, uh, sure. Well, because a couple of Pirates were in action today. Connor Norby played for the Orioles. Uh, they took on the Red Sox today. The, What'd he do? Uh, Norbs went one for one with a base hit. I'll take so, it. So um, he is batting two ninety six for um, so far in spring training. Nice. And Burley ripped a double. Burley man gets my name. And um, they ended the game in a tie against the Nationals. Tie, all, but he was uh, one for three. Tie. So. Um, and uh, Burley really uh, in that battle for one of the last remaining spots, whether that he's going to come in as a right fielder or an outfielder, I should say, but he's been playing a lot of right field or the designated hitter. So he is really kind of in the thick of it in terms of uh, trying to remain on that Cardinals roster. Great to see uh, Norbs getting some at-bats with the big league team. And, of course, Burley uh, has been doing it all spring training as he was on the roster last year until the end of the regular season and trying to make it to start 2023. Once again, Major League Baseball opening day coming up next Thursday with all teams participating. You don't have a wacky game in Japan or three teams, you know, six teams playing and everybody else not playing until the next day. Every team will be playing next Thursday. I think that's pretty cool. I know. That's the way it should be. That is opening day. That's just the way it is. That's the way it should be and the way it will be in 2023. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, wrap up Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Coming up, Hour 3, Bryce Williams will join us. We'll hear from Jalen Johnson and the guy who brought the wood in 2022, looking to bring it again, Julius Wood, uh, what he had to say on Saturday. We'll have fresh ECU football practice audio coming your way later on today. So stay tuned for that on our social media sites. YouTube, uh, we'll have the videos there. Facebook, Twitter, the gram, everywhere. And uh, give us a like while you're at it. You'll, that'll be your good deed for the day if you haven't done one yet. Giving your friends at Pirate Radio a like, a vote of approval. Take a break. Come back. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. And for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 61,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Pirate Baseball coming up on a Wednesday against Campbell. Also on Wednesday, a little closer to home, you can see the ECU lacrosse team take on number 18 duke chandler and i got it going on the watch along on saturday night for ec women's basketball l a x we want everybody uh in the stands doing that chant during the game throw up your l throw up your a throw up your x uh how about ec women's lacrosse eight and one to start the season so off to a fantastic start 
and could get a huge win coming up against Duke on Wednesday. That'll be at 5 o'clock at Johnson Stadium. Uh, ECU softball also in action tomorrow night. They are going to be down in Wilmington to take on UNC Wilmington. I believe that is a 5 o'clock. You believe correctly, Shirley. Yeah. All you got to do is believe, and you talk it into existence. And for all you Flow Sports watchers out there, that game will be available on Flow Sports. Uh, Pirates are ready for conference action this weekend. They'll be on the road at South Florida. East Carolina softball has not had a losing weekend all season. They've been either um, 500 or better every weekend of the season. They're 20-9, and Shane Winkler's team. Uh, and are three and zero on the road, so uh, they will go on the road a lot this week at UNCW, at South Florida, and uh, we'll catch up with Coach Winkler soon. They got a road trip to North Carolina next Wednesday before they open up conference play at home against UCF. So, starting to begin a conference play for softball this weekend, next weekend for ECU baseball as they'll be on the road at Houston. Chandler and I will be uh, we'll be doing some watch-alongs for some ECU road games this year. Excited yeah, about that. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people love the watch-alongs. Heck, we enjoy coming in here and doing the watch-alongs. Um, so looking forward to getting back uh, in the studio and doing some watch-alongs for ECU baseball. Just thinking about, you know, you said that ECU softball has not won or excuse me, has not lost a weekend series. They've either gone, they've either swept or they've gone 500. So that means they've played what uh, at least four games in a weekend. And I'm like, that's a lot of base, or that's a lot of softball. And then I remembered, you remember East Carolina just a few years ago was having to f- play four game weekend series in the conference. Yeah. Does that not sound just crazy? Thinking back on that, and the yeah. double headers on what Friday. They would have to do doubleheaders on Friday. That's just a lot of baseball in three days. Yeah, uh, back to a regular schedule this year and uh, a minor league schedule for ECU this year with all the minor league stadiums they're playing in as they will be at another one coming up on Wednesday. And uh, we'll have uh, Chandler Honeycutt at that game. Uh, so no sports trivia for you on Wednesday night. No, I'm, I am sacrificing sports trivia to go to Segra Stadium in Fayetteville, which is only about 20, 25 minutes from where I'm from. So, uh, But going to have some in-game video for you. Um, maybe I'm expecting a big ECU crowd, as we've seen really all year long on the road for ECU baseball. So I'm going to get some videos of the crowd. Uh, might do some updates during the game as well. And then, of course, we'll have comments for you coming up after ECU and Campbell. We will uh, be out at A.J. McMurphy's on Wednesday night, 8 o'clock for Sports Trivia. One of my regulars will be coming up with the questions and hosting this week, Steve Hill, which means I will be participating. So come on out if you uh, would like to beat me or join my team. Uh, you can come out and hang out Wednesday night. We'll be watching uh, whatever's on the tube. I guess some NBA, some NHL. Kind of a uh, – it's a bit of a bummer when you have all that March Madness and then nothing on the schedule for three nights. But then again, I, I needed the break. I needed to come up for air. So last night was a non-sports night. Tonight will be World Baseball Classic. Wednesday night will be sports trivia. And then it's right back to the madness. And you've got two game basically – Two games going on early evening uh, and two games going on late night, both Thursday and Friday. And then you'll have the Elite Eight Saturday, Sunday. All of the action can be heard right here 
on Pirate Radio, your radio home for March Madness, for the Final Four, and the NCAA Championship. Chandler, is your champion still alive? Champion is still alive. The Zags, Gonzaga, is still in the hunt. Uh, UCLA, a slight favorite over Gonzaga, and I, I have three futures still out there that I put in before the tournament. And two of them are facing off on Thursday night. I have both UCLA and Gonzaga, who unfortunately were matched up in the same region. My other future is on Texas, who could face one of those teams to get to the Final Four. Or, excuse me, to get to the championship game. Which one do you want to make it? Which one has the biggest payout? That would be Texas followed by gonzaga and then the smallest payout is ucla which i was very confident in until uh injury struck them but they could still make it so um yeah i, I think it goes texas one gonzaga two ucla three okay and my bracket says texas all right god bless texas so we'll uh yeah we'll see if that comes to the eyes of texas fruition yeah. You've, all right if they win it all you have to recite the eyes of texas gladly i will sing it before every show or at least one show maybe that whole week after they win it the whole week i will recite the eyes of texas i will become a longhorns fan i, I gotta say i was not disappointed to see their women get uh blown out last night right not that i held any hard feelings or anything but like I don't know. I I don't want to see the team that Molly Wobbed us have success. Right. But you, if they did, though, and they went on to win the whole thing, you could say, hey, no. that team beat us. You, uh, you could that. say that, but, like, what are you trying to say? East Carolina is the second best team in the country? No. 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 I, I, I hear you, but I don't know. I'm not a big – I'm definitely not a big – and from a financial standpoint, yeah, I want Houston to win – but just because Houston's in the American from a rooting standpoint, I don't care about Houston. They don't care about us. They're leaving. Uh, from a financial standpoint, obviously, yeah, if it helps East Carolina, that'd be great. But I'm not going to actively root for a team in my conference. I definitely don't do it in professional sports. If the NFC East team's in the Super Bowl, I want nothing more than for them to lose 84 to nothing. I mean, I I don't care that Philly or Dallas or New York is in my league. If the Philadelphia Phillies make the World Series, which they did, I hope they fall on their face, which they did. I don't care that they're in the NL East with the Braves. I don't I don't I don't get behind the conference pride and all that crap. How about yourself? Understood. I mean, I'm right there with you. Some people do. You can disagree with me. It's fine. We live in America. We're in the American. Well, I was just going to say, I'm going to go back. You're not rooting for we you made it clear. You're not rooting for texas women you can't do it anymore because they're out but you are rooting for texas men we've already said yeah i have a stake in that like here here's the thing that championship game and i've planned it out that championship game is that monday sure if they're in it sure you have to do the eyes of texas sure one that day for good luck that night i think that would be good mojo yes and then if they win tuesday wednesday thursday friday before every show eyes of text and everybody damn well better stop what they're doing stand up and take your hat off put not one but two hands over your heart <laughs> and show some respect <laughs> because that song as we learned during the baseball super regional last year 
is right up there with the national anthem with and the lord's prayer your favorite church hymn holy 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 whatever it may be eyes of texas let's take a break we'll come back bryce williams will join us we'll talk some spring football we'll ask bryce if we told him he had a what would it be like a week and two days to prepare for pro day could he get ready to go out there to show off his skills for nfl teams we'll go pirate radio outdoors we'll play a little game we'll have a winner it is a packed hour three of pirate radio live we're back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation. Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage Team offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. <laughs> back with you on Pirate Radio Live. We got CBS Sports HQ going, and Bryce uh, says that Gary Parrish looks like Troy D. Dude. Bald guy. Other than bald, what what is he? Anyway, let's welcome. What do you think, Shirley? Do you see any Troy D there? There's got to be a little Troy D. Just maybe a little. <laughs> that guy's got a little thicker face, maybe. <laughs> Shirley, let's officially welcome Bryce into the show. I good. saw the light. I went baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes i'm born to love again i'm a brand new man the other night on the watch along we were watching sania johnson from ecu and i said sunny sania i love you and somebody called me and chandler broke and dumb instead of brooks and dunn Jeez. That was pretty good. I liked it. Bryce, uh, before we get going today, are there any complaints you would like to make? Because we strive ourselves on if there is a problem, is an issue, we like to immediately solve that issue. So <laughs> That's funny you asked me that today. Because we're out of water. Oh, you would like a water and we don't have any. Yeah. That's huh. the only complaint. If only we could rectify that situation real of quick. water. If I could just like, like I wish I don't have to go to the truck and get my thing. <gasps> hey, there you are, sir. I have zero complaints. <laughs> we were down to one, and I'll say this about Chandler, stand-up guy. Guy, he was really thirsty all afternoon. Uh, yeah, and he said, "You know what? I'm holding this for Slim Eighty Bryce Williams." man chandler i really appreciate that and nah, then I was like you man, sacrificed i was like a water would be great right now a little afternoon hydration yeah Dang. and i went and i looked and i said oh my gosh like i could tell it was down to the slim pickings in the in the uh <laughs> case so i looked there's one left 
I said, man, I'm lucky. This is the last one. And I waited. I said, hold on. It's Tuesday. Bryce Williams is coming into town. He's going to be in the studio today. First thing he does. Man. And I put it right down. I put it down. I said, that is for Bryce. And then I said, should we hide it and make a big deal about it? And Chandler said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were I really on. appreciate that, Chandler. That says a lot. <laughs> and you appreciate it more now that we did that whole dog and pony show. Yeah. It's like, hey. We, you thought you were going to be without yeah and then we give it to you and like I'm with keeps you coming back for more man i tell you what zero complaints over here <laughs> <laughs> bryce williams joining us mr ivy league himself yes. he uh correctly said princeton would beat arizona which is mm. a massive uh two over 15 upset mm. of course that was upstaged by fairly dickinson becoming the second 16 seed to ever win over a one seed mm. in the tournament but uh bryce uh we did look at your brackets and as your advocate mm. i identified where you had the play-in game winner which you wrote as mississippi state it was actually pittsburgh who beat mississippi state winning their first round game mm. so i went to war for you i went to bat and i got you an extra point which moves you into tied for sixth Man. with chandler with 34 points heck yeah I'll take it. I appreciate that clip. You yeah. know, that says a lot. I mean, you, we have a you have a tough person to fight against over there, and Shirley Rhodes asking for she rules with an iron fist. She, yes, she does. And uh, I can't I, believe she even counted Wes's points because he didn't put his name on the bracket. Whoa! I guess Shirley, you know, she's known Wes a long time. She decided to yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. But also because the games had not quite started yet, mm. he, okay. had put, he, he had put he had put his his. Uh, uh, bracket up but i you know we happened to notice that there was no name on it and so mm. before the game started i tweeted out or not tweeted out but i sent out a text asking who this was Wes said it was mine i said okay i'll allow it shirley is uh i'm tough she's, but i'm fair she's easing up as yeah. she you know gets uh, up yeah. you know <laughs> for a man who remembers what he remembers when he was what one six months <laughs> Good. Remember, it was right like six day. months old. Wes, yeah, Wes told us his first memory is from, <laughs> from when he was like four months old, six what? months old. What? Oh yeah, true story. Yeah. When, when did he say that? When you're yeah. gone, Shirley, we have fascinating conversations. Yeah. I'm not Wes. saying his story's. I said true story, but not because his story's true, but the fact that he told that story. <laughs> yeah. Is true. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. He mm-hmm. did say, "I remember when I was four months old." <laughs> we were I like, don't "Remember <laughs> when I was four months old?" Yeah. Well, Wes does because he has a beautiful mind. Mm. All right, Bryce, uh, what you been up to, man? Man, not a whole lot. Uh, Celebrated Anna's birthday on Sunday. Had a buddy, two buddies' birthdays on Saturday. Um, So just celebrations. That's awesome. All celebrations. Did Anna request any type of uh, birthday meal? We talked to birthday meals earlier in the show. A low country boil was that, that on that, the menu. That's a pretty top-notch um, meal for sure. Her meal was we had fish and shrimp tacos with, what, roasted street corn and mm. mango salsa, broccoli casserole. Did y'all make that? Mary, my mother-in-law, made all this. Man, that sounds she good. Is, she does a great job when it comes to uh, cooking and many other things but um yeah so we had a great meal and then like this like strawberry shortcake uh cake so it was like love strawberry shortcake yeah so it was very good um so yeah i've been busy celebrating this week wombat billy checking in wombat billy 
checking in. He says, uh, roll wave, Tulane, kings of the AAC. Mm. Which brings up a question. Who is, is there currently a king of the AAC? Is there out? Or because I'm thinking about all sports combined. Who is the king of the American right now? Mm. Houston has great basketball. Up and down, but usually up-ish football. Mm-hmm. And I mean, East Carolina is the only king in baseball. Yeah, who's going to be the king when Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF leave? Hmm. Tulane is way down in baseball. I think I'm going to say Tulane underachieved in basketball. I thought they'd be better with Ron Hunter this year, mm-hmm. and of course they had the magical football season. So you got to give them that. Um, leftovers, Memphis, they are eh in football good not great in basketball but will be at the upper echelon and not very good in baseball right i mean i guess nobody's really that good in baseball um you got to think about the newcomers though which bryce are you aware that this florida atlantic team that's uh, in the sweet 16 they are one of the youngest teams if not the youngest team in the ncaa tournament they will be in our conference next year mm. fau i was aware of that one they're bringing uh some really good basketball utsa is bringing really good football uh, i think they finished top 25 last year oh wow north Texas is good in hoops um respectable i guess in football uh, and I, I don't know much about these baseball teams that uh that those teams have so is there a i don't know if there is a king of the american across all sports football i'm interested to see if tulane can sustain what they did last year Mm -hmm. the good news is for them willie fritz is there so they're keeping their coach that's a great sign for them how many players are back for next year how many players hit the portal how many graduated and just i don't know can you find that lightning in a bottle for two straight seasons i say no uh, but we'll see because we've seen teams have those one-off great seasons mm-hmm. and then kind of right? find their way back to the pack. So yeah. I don't know. That's it's got to be tough to, you know, if, if let's say ECU has that season all off season, we're like, yeah, we're going to do it again, but it's tough to do. Yeah. Most definitely out of the whole lightning in a bottle. Cause it wasn't it, it was UCF, which is kind of flip flop. But when we played them one year, they were, oh and 12 or one and 11 and then they was it the fun then the next year they went like undefeated or something like that in football yeah my right on that they so. went from uh winless were yeah. you playing then mm-hmm. uh yeah mm-hmm. to yeah like you said it's to you know running the table and and being great uh that was the end of the george o'leary era down there yeah. in orlando and you know we've seen cincinnati have back-to-back yeah. magical seasons yeah um and and we're talking like you know undefeated seasons at this point not just good 10 nine win seasons so i don't know Uh, tulane also you got to figure they're going to have that target on the back yeah which is another factor i would think i'm kind of with you on that i don't really foresee uh tulane doing what they did again this year um but i mean of course you never know i'd like for uh us to step up and do that that would be this year that that would would be be, remarkable uh, pretty awesome but yeah that'd be hard to you know bounce back um that strong you know back to back and then you know that's talking about like alabama georgia you know they those teams obviously have done it multiple times but as far as tulane 
because their arrival i'm going to say no yeah i'm uh, i'm interested to see what they look like and and looking at let's look at their 2023 football schedule mm-hmm. for the green wave and see who they have i believe they have another date with old miss um they have south alabama usa they play old miss at home they have a revenge game against Southern Miss. Southern Miss beat them last year. Mm. Uh, they'll be on the road at the Rock, and then they'll take on Nichols State, who's an FCS team, I believe. Uh, their conference schedule is UAB at home at Memphis, North Texas at home at Rice, at ECU, mm. Tulsa at home at FAU, and then what could be mm. um, a de facto championship game before the championship game, UTSA at home, the final regular season. So the non-conference isn't crazy. Um, I mean, that Ole Miss game, you're going to highlight and then at Southern Miss. Southern Miss kind of got them surprisingly last year. They'll have a uh, revenge on the minds when they take on Southern Miss. Bryce, you got here after the ECU-Southern Miss rivalry, correct? Or did you see them? I was – I don't think – I want to say I was like here that you know my first year I was here, and maybe we traveled there. I think final days of Conference there. USA. Because that was with Conference USA my first year. I feel like I played. Well, year are we talking? 2012? is when I got here. All right. 12, 13, 14, and fifteen. Yeah. Twenty twelve ECU football schedule. I hate yeah. when it gives me TCU. Yeah, we said ECU. That's not what I meant. Well, maybe you should put Eastern Carolina. <laughs> that's what everybody seems to want to call us. And now it won't give me anything. Goodness gracious. All right, let me do it's it like this way. Pulling teeth. Let me do the old-fashioned way. Did Bryce play against Southern Miss? I feel like I did. That was a fun rivalry growing up uh, for me when yeah. we were not in a league together and in a league together. At we Southern did. Miss, you guys so, won 24-14. to Yep, so I was. that was my first year, so I did not travel to that game. So I, love, correctly. I love looking at old box scores. Let's see who did the thing. Shay. All right, so this was after Rio Johnson started the season, That's got a, pulled, and yeah. Shane came in. A very pedestrian for Shane Carden. This is early days Shane Carden. <laughs> His first Shane Carden, right? So, like, let's yeah. see. First yeah, start. first start. Goodness gracious. Because Rio started at App State. Mm-hmm. Rio started at South Carolina. Shane came in that game. And this will be Shane Carden's first career start mm. at Southern Miss. And he goes 13 of 27, 171 yards and a touchdown. All right, looking at the running backs that day, Coop had 51 rushing yards. Michael Dobson and Reggie Bullock also running the ball along with Shane Carden. Your receivers, Shane was throwing the... Already started. (laughs) (laughs) Already got the Cardi party going. Justin Hardy, five for 92 and a touchdown. So this is... Oh, this is sophomore Hardy. Yeah. Yeah uh 592 touchdown Bodie three for 45 Derek Harris brother of Dwayne mm-hmm. two for 16 Lance Ray two for 16 and Danny Webster one for six no tight ends involved Bryce no and the ends. tight end room were sour oh, after that I game know. come I'm on coach waiting, waiting give me the rock turn. uh so there you go one game against Southern Miss and uh I don't know Bryce I, I'll throw this out to you as a former player and somebody who has been an ECU football observer for a while what team would you like to see back on the non-conference schedule? Or back or on for the first time? I always 
And obviously, Alabama, Georgia, that'd be great. Oh, but yeah. I'm, all, of course, thinking more ACC stuff. Okay. I mean, you know, I've played State, Carolina, you know, Virginia Hokies. Tech. But I think it'd be fun to have some type of, you know, North Carolina game, uh, you know, Duke, Wake Forest, something like that, to me, would be um, a cool non-conference just – I like Wake coming back on the schedule in a few yeah, years. Yeah. They're, they'll be back. So those are probably one of the teams I'd like. And then, of course, I'd love to play you know an SEC team again. Because um, I don't think I – well, I did play one my senior year. Florida? Mm-hmm. Um, so probably more so an in-state, you know, in-state game. Dude. All right, let's pick a home-and-home home SEC game. Who you got, Bryce? What team? And home-and-home? Home? Yep. Oh, gosh. Uh, probably would mm, – I'd like – Because there's so many awesome oh, options. Oh, yeah. Gosh, probably for us, like just East in general, probably like either Florida or South Carolina, I'd love to get another shot at, you know, just to, we've been, and Kentucky, we're just speaking Liberty Bowl stuff. So you're, you know, okay, you're taking like, revenge, yeah. Yeah, revenge games. Um, Arkansas, you can throw in there too. Uh, Arkansas, <laughs> Kentucky, Florida, and South Carolina. One of those would be great just to say, all right, now I can stop chanting SEC because I remember them chanting that when we lost to, um, when I was went to the Liberty Bowl, we played Kentucky. I think the first you went to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was whatever game. I think it was Kentucky we played, and uh, got the whole way back. And you know, of course, I was young, and they're all chant SEC, and Dad was getting so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I mean, I've literally had a sour taste in my mouth with SEC teams, or at least those for sure, or of the SEC since then because. Came close to beating him, didn't beat him, and it's just what receiver was on that Kentucky team, Bryce? That was a great receiver. I don't think he oh, played no. in that game because of injury. He was on Kentucky's team. Yep. Mm. He's buddies with Aaron Rodgers, and he's still trying to play. Oh, was it? Um, I want to say it was. Thank oh, it. Um, Corn on the cob, Randall Cobb. Yeah, Cobb. I yeah. just heard it on some Instagram video. Cobb. Yep, he was. Uh, he was on that. Yeah, team? he really? was on the Liberty Bowl team. I don't think he played in the game, but he wow. was on the team. Uh, so Dang, it tells that you kind of eight. Eight. Yep. Man, that was. Yeah, I was. I think that was eight. eight Arkansas three. was nine, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. All right. Um, I'm gonna go purple gold bowl. Give me the Bayou Bengals of LSU. To, for the home and home chandler what sec team do you want to home and home with john gilbert just handed you the keys to the car make the schedule right now uh lsu all right name one that i didn't just name he just uh let's do so gold so the team's got to be purple and gold what are the other purple and gold? we've played old miss before mississippi state when do we play old miss we played old miss at old miss they came here one time for dang what year was that we're Football. <laughs> oh, he's thinking baseball. What are you talking about? Baseball. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? We went from Liberty Bowl to baseball. We played Ole Miss in basketball here at home. What about let's let's look? We've played <laughs> Texas in baseball, Texas in women's basketball. Why don't we play them in football? Are you counting them as SEC now? Yes. But you didn't do that on purpose, did you? No, I did. Oh, okay. All right. They're they, about, like, for future references. Are they right? SEC? They're going to be. They're going to be. Yeah. Oh. Soon. Texas would be a cool home game. I mean, I'd, I like to say I love playing, you know, the Power Five teams. My goodness. I, mm, I just like it. Uh, Kenny Ooh, says. underdog. What about Tennessee? 
Yeah, there's a lot of teams, Chandler. We, we, we <laughs> pick the one you want. Anyone. The, the schedule is your oyster. Yeah. Any we played team. Tennessee in the past. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the current SEC team, Tennessee. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Kenny's thought Randall Cobb might have returned a kickoff for a touchdown in that game. That was David Jones, 99-yard kickoff return. Wow, ECU's up 16-3 to going into the locker room God. in that game. Young Bryce Williams was hooting and hollering, mm-hmm. saying, SEC ain't nothing. They ain't got nothing on us. SE who? <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing. <laughs> and then. That's the kneecap game. I'm going to fry up the wildcat. The guy, fumbled, the guy recovered the fumble and returned it for a touchdown, and they looked back at it, and when he recovered oh. the football, his oh. knee was down. Oh. They didn't call it. Man, that's, this is all coming back to me. He, that was a nightmare. Then 56. he the mess out of Patrick Pinkney. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All this is coming back to me. Patrick Pinkney had some uh, some rough fumbles late in games. Uh, although, was that a Pinkney fumble? NC State. Uh, that 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 was. Was the uh, Kentucky, was that a running back or Pinkney? Oh, um, that was a running back. I think that was a running back fumble. Yeah. But uh, just a, man, tough late game fumbles in those situations mm, he was clearly down too. he was down that would have been a game would that have been a game changer there um Chandler? I, I that, was that was a game winning touchdown with about three minutes yeah, left that game that Jeez. touchdown so it was gave him the win all right scott says what big 10 team will you do a home and home with and he wants us to say maryland but don't say maryland mm. but you can say maryland if you want Big Ten. maryland would not be a bad choice just from a regional aspect and we need revenge on them yes. from the dang military bowl that's right big 10 who do y'all got mm. big 10 let me see wisconsin i was thinking wisconsin would be pretty luke cool. fickle back in daddy fickle <laughs> let's see big 10 you got yeah. michigan we're going there you got michigan. sparty purdue Sparta. Oh, the USC. Illinois. We play. Wait, Big Ten? Yeah, USC and USC UCLA is are going. going. Give me UCLA. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Give me the Trojans, actually. Give me USC. Yeah. We're, yeah. Mm, yeah. Everything is just wacky in sports. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling no you. Sense. I just like watching the games, folks, but we're, we're here to talk about it all. But everything is just stupid when it comes it to. I, I, I like the whole traditional style regional conferences yeah. just what makes sense but scott's yeah. at penn state that would actually be cool to go to happy valley soon, and to get him here soon fau's going to join the mountain west i don't know <laughs> that's when everything <laughs> uh kenny said the fumble in that game that liberty bowl was by running back 33 which i believe would be and storm and norman whitley he wore 33 back then norman whitley so there you go all right let's and yeah i thought about that kenny um he says we owe a beat down to illinois for the peach bowl year mm. illinois beat ecu twice in that time frame right one oh, liberty illinois. bowl and one peach bowl year because they had kevin hardy and simeon rice in the bowl game i want to say uh two dominant defenders let's take a break we'll come back more to go with bryce williams We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors. We'll make you a winner. And we got some football audio to hit. All that when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Bryce Williams joining us here. Hour three of the show. We got some audio uh, to get to. Shirley, do we have Jalen Johnson that we can hear from? Uh, Yes, we do. We heard from Mike Houston yesterday, Mason Garcia earlier in our show. Jalen Johnson is... Uh, the most i guess reliable receiver returning at this point you can throw him up there with josiah hatfield and if we branch out to the tight ends uh you could throw in shane calhoun we did our uh our bryce williams confidence ratings last week oh um we need to do defense at some point maybe we'll do that next week mm. uh our spring confidence ratings uh to which i think bryce is I think it averaged out to be like a 7.3 across the board or something. Uh, something like that. Pretty good. Seven something. Um, but the receivers, a lot of question marks. Jalen Johnson's going to have to be, uh, if not the man, one of the men uh, here catching balls from Mason Garcia. Let's hear what Jalen Johnson had to say Saturday after practice. Uh, one week in the spring camp, how do you think it's gone this far? Um, I think it's been good, you know. Um, a lot of guys getting an opportunity this year um, to prove themselves. So I feel like we got a lot of energy, a lot of juice, a lot of guys just ready to get better, stacking days. you kind of been moving to the slot. So what's that transition been like? I, I think you maybe played it at Georgia some, but what's it been like? Um, it's been smooth. Like you said, like that was my natural position at Georgia. Last season was my first season playing outside um, as a full outside receiver. So moving back into the slot, it was easy. It's just it's natural. It's a lot more room. Just a lot of more like savviness, and a lot of times I get to show like my route running ability. What's it like to go out there and compete against some new faces on defense in the secondary? Um, it's good. I got a lot of competition last year with the guys. Um, shout out to guys from the last year's squad, but this this year is like a new team, a new energy. It's always different. You know, the first week you kind of gotta like get used to going against new people that you probably didn't go against last season. So it's just good, new competition. We're all having fun, getting better. What's the chatter like out there? Oh, I mean it's. It's crazy. It gets crazy at times. Like my dog Jew, like me and Jew go at it a lot. I love competing with him. Um, a lot of the DBs, like we got a lot of bets, push-up bets after practice, all types of stuff, just about who won the day and all that. It's all about competing. Yes, sir. Always. What is the uh, wide receiver room like right now? Is it a little different in there? Oh yeah, it's different just because um, we lost um, some big faces, um, some familiar faces, as always. But you know, it's the next man up mentality. Um, we're all just in it together. We we spend a lot of days in the off season, about four days a week throwing with Mason, trying to get that chemistry down. So we're excited to show what we can do this year. How different is it catching, you know, the ball from a, I guess a right-handed quarterback versus holding the lefty? Like, is that a difference? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, when I'll say like when you play with a right-handed quarterback your whole life, and then you go to Holt, who's left-handed, it's kind of hard at first, but you get used to it. But it's just. Back to right is like what we're used to our whole life, so it's kind of natural. Chemistry coming along pretty good. I'm yeah. He's been in the program, but just, uh, has it been good early in practice? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I think we've 
taking a lot of steps forward. Uh, we watch a lot of film after practice on off days. So we're really like trying to be connected because if you're connected off the field, you're going to be connected on the field. All right, Jalen Johnson there, and Bryce, uh, I was thinking about this. You know, I don't know if C.J. Johnson and Isaiah Winstead were maybe the most vocal guys in the locker room. Just knowing Isaiah off the field, he's not a vocal guy at all. Uh, but did his his talking, his leadership, all that with his play on the field. I mean, what's it like for Jalen Johnson, Josiah Hatfield, to now – be in that room kind of as the leaders it's a different Mm -hmm. how about uh you know when when a lot of weapons around you including shane and Mm -hmm. and some guys hardy left you're kind of there like all right i gotta be one of the voices now so Mm -hmm. what's that like for these these guys um yeah man you definitely can you know be a leader in you know two different aspects be vocal and um you know, through your performance or quiet and still, you know, through performance. And, of course, I was more so the uh, just sort of led by action, I guess you could say, rather yeah. than more being, you know, boisterous with, you know, words and everything like that, getting people hyped up. I think mainly a lot of the defensive guys took over on that. I remember, you know, Zeke being one of the big guys who would, um, of course, be the talker and the, yeah. the hype up uh, to the team and stuff. And, um, so I just sort of hung out, and that's just was what I did. So for these young guys to be put in that, you know, leadership role, um, you know, obviously what comes natural to them, whether it's speaking to the team or just, you know, making big plays and obviously showing good work ethic. Um, either way, you know, I'm sure they'll do a great job. What are the, the most important things uh, in spring ball for East Carolina this specific year? I mean, it's got to be about Mason Garcia just being able to dominate that playbook and mm-hmm. and run the team. That is that number one, Bryce. And what else, like, in your opinion, are the objectives right now for Mike Houston and this team when it comes to spring? Um, definitely, and obviously, you got a new, you know, you got a new captain, you know, man in the ship. So, um, as in Mason Garcia. So definitely, I mean, it should be, I mean, full confidence. You know, uh, several opportunities. I mean, these guys have nothing to worry about. Um, you know, of course, you have your scrimmages, but like it's literally all football. You know, don't have to worry about studying. You know, watching film for games. This is just honing your craft. And biggest thing for sure is just work getting that chemistry with Mason Garcia um, and the offense, and you know every aspect from O line to the receivers, running backs, and just really focus on that. And that way, when training camp comes, it's just all right. Let's just get our plays down and be um, you know 100. You know, make sure we're getting all our assignments right. So all spring ball needs to be is just be loose um confident and just continue to work on your craft and um definitely just chemistry is big for sure how, how much during spring are you doing like two minute drill and situate is that more like when you get into fall or are you treating it like uh in season practice I think we i mean just trying to think back definitely we worked on some situational stuff for sure you know you never want never want to neglect that but it is, I think, you know, even technique, things like that. Right. And then just the basics, the, the basics um, you know, and really working on, you know, the broad aspect of the, the playbook and everything. And, you know, obviously it gives a lot of guys opportunity, younger guys, um, definitely a time to stand out throughout this time because of the opportunity you do get. Um, but I would say it's definitely really just honing in on the playbook and the specifics of it for sure. What uh, we've asked you this before, Bryce, remind me like your your power rankings of segments of a football calendar year. You've got the season itself, you've got fall camp before that, 
spring ball, winter workouts. Mm. Like what? What's your favorite, least favorite out of um, all the little segments that you you go through? I guess so. It's like fall camp. I'm trying to think, obviously the season that definitely is at the top. You know, just because of what it is. Fall camp does have an exciting you know vibe to it for sure because you know the season is coming out coming around. Um, but it's it's a little obviously more of a grind. You That's know? brutal because of what you're doing and because of the heat. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I mean, I was about to say, I was literally about to say that you know the heat can be brutal uh, at times. It is way longer days. Um, fall camps. I'm thinking spring balls before fall okay. camp. Okay. Because right. um, like I said, spring ball weather's typically good. I know these guys have had some cold weather. Um, but now, you, know, you said last week, I think you didn't remember a lot of cold. I, yeah, I really don't days, remember, right? like, especially these guys have had like 30 degree days, 40 yeah. degree days. But spring ball, the weather's good. You know, you're back in. It's literally all football. You know, you still have your classes, but it's, you know, a few hours a day of football. Um, you're not, you know, getting, you're not dragged and dead tired. You know, you do still have your lifting. But uh, I think spring ball would surpass fall camp. So I think it'd be right behind there. Um, because I mean, it is such, I'm kind of getting excited thinking about how fun spring ball actually is. Yeah. Cause you know, your Saturdays, you, you know, you have your scrimmage, but then your Saturdays are off. You get to hang out with the guys and, or do whatever. Um, and it is just this exciting time. And obviously it gives you time to kind of get, put a good taste in the coach's mouth once spring ball is over. And then as far as my rankings of, you know, winter workouts, I and hell week was kind of, uh, it was kind of fun, but then you kind of enjoy it while you're in the moment. But like leading up to it sucked. But um, I did enjoy working out because for me, I was always never satisfied with how big I was. Um, you're still working out to this day. Still right? working out to yeah. this day, just uh, not really so much gain the weight, but at least maintain and look a little better. But uh, fall camp, winter workouts and fall camp, I'd say is kind of right there because you know training camp's a little tough. But then you have like the hell week that kind of is like eh. So I'd put them kind of together in the same group. Bryce Williams joining us talking spring football. Let's uh, open up the booty bag, Shirley Rhodes, and make somebody a winner. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away on this Tuesday? How about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico? All right, you can eat like the Williamses were uh, for Anna's birthday with the lovely shrimp taco. From Chico's, what call are you looking for? I'm going to go with uh, Caller 6. Caller 6, 317-1250 when we return. Pirate Radio Outdoors and a little mini game for Bryce Chandler and Shirley. That and more on the way after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. 
Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispod.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation. And congratulations to Eddie Vincent of Winterville, picked up a shrimp taco lunch. Courtesy of Chico's, grab your amigos and head to Chico's and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, APCP, and more. Plus, they have ice cold cervezas, and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, let's play a quick game. I like to play a game when Bryce is here. Uh, we had a good one last week about naming these schools in Virginia, Tennessee, and South Carolina. You guys got off to a rocky start, but you guys ended up doing pretty good in that. This week, uh, we're going to name something that's been in all of our kitchens uh, as a youth and probably adults as well. We're going to name cereals. Hmm. We're going to name the 19 most popular cereals based on boxes sold. And we're going to go around the mm. room and play real quick. All right. So, um, Shirley, ladies first. We'll let you go first. Most popular cereals based on boxes sold. Got to start with my favorite, Frosted Flakes. Okay. Frosted Flakes comes in at number three. You Dang. are correct. All right. Bryce, what do you got? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch coming in at number five. Chandler. I'm going to go Fruit Loops. Mm some call him a fruit loop that is number seven on the list shirley captain crunch captain crunch oh captain my captain Uh can you be more specific the berry one yeah okay that is number 17 oh bryce i'm going um honey nut cheerios He's going uh, Honey Nut Cheerios specifically, uh, number two. Oh. Honey wow. Nut Cheerios. I buy a lot of those for Lily uh, every week. Chandler. I'm going to go Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks is number 18. Oh. <laughs> an old, Yikes. An old classic. Yeah, All right, Shirley. Uh-oh. Rice Krispies. Mm. Oh, man. Just a uh, classic Rice Krispies. It's fallen off a little bit in our time, but it is number 13. Oh, number 13. Bryce. Oh, God. I have. uh, I'm going to go Honey Nut Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats. This is surprising to me. Uh, Number four. Hey. Wow. So that is a very popular cereal. Dang. All right. Chandler. I want to go with Cheerios. Well, cheerio, young cheerio man. Cheerio gets that. Number, number one. <laughs> oh, Chang. By one. George, it's number one. <laughs> number one with a bullet. All right, Shirley. We're six for six so far. How about. Or nine for nine, I'm sorry. Cocoa Pebbles. All right, Cocoa Pebbles. Hey, we have 10 more to go. Cocoa yes. Pebbles, not on the list. Oh, wow. wow. I am wow. sorry. Uh, Bryce. Jeez, um, we have, um, oh, um, what about like, uh, Fruity Pebbles? Like, Fruity Pebbles comes in at number 10. Dang, I was gonna go with Fruity Pebbles, <laughs> but there are some people that like the cocoa ones better. Um, that's true. Silly Rabbit, Tricks are, are for, for Kids! kids. <laughs> tricks. Fantastic marketing, but not on the list. Oh. All right, Shirley. Raisin Brand raisin brand keep raisins out of my cereal i say but the public disagrees number 11 oh 
Bryce. Damn. Um, did you eat your Wheaties? <laughs> Wheaties. Some bought them. I feel like they're not for the boxes and only for the boxes. That is incorrect. Dang. No Wheaties, Chandler. Is cornflakes the same thing as? Uh... No, it's a different cereal. That's not. That's definitely not up there. Yeah, I wouldn't waste. It. There's not much flavor on them. All right. It's Kellogg's. Or... <laughs> Kellogg's is like a, a brand. brand. Mm. All right. What do you want to go with? Uh, give me. Give me. Three. Gee. Two. One. Yeah. Say yeah. something. Uh, Nothing? I have no you idea. You don't even want to throw one out. <laughs> I, I, I'm Maybe trying to one. <laughs> Just throw out a cereal. Uh, let's do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm that trying to think of some. Just say nothing. All right. Fried. No answer. All right, fine. Shirley. How about corn pops? Oh, oh I like man, corn, corn pops. pops. The public disagrees. Dang Incorrect. It. All so, right, next one wins. So Shirley said Captain Crunch berries. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go on a limb and say or a whim. Just Captain Crunch. <laughs> that is incorrect. That's why I said more specific. Chandler. I'm going to go with... So I lost. Crap. Well, Shirley and Bryce are tied at the top. We're going to have to name a tiebreaker here. Uh-oh. Chandler, I'm going to give you an X. Shirley. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, y'all just start naming them. Whoever says it wins. Okay. Um, um, we're going. Reese's Pieces. Oh, that's a good um, one. Should we give her Reese's Puffs? Reese's Puffs. That's what I was thinking I, of. Reese's yes. Puffs. Reese's I mean, Puffs. I'm going to give it to her. I'd give it to her because that, that was a good one. Uh, Chandler, you would still be in the game. Corn Flakes is number 19. <laughs> oh, man. I was trying to. This is, yeah, yeah, you, just say a cereal. Say, go with I it. I know. And then you said, no, it's not up there. Actually, Bryce yeah, said, said don't waste it. Yeah, don't waste it on that. <laughs> that was all a scheme, and then I didn't use it. So. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I gave you Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran Crunch is also up here. Oh, oh that, wow. That's a good one. Uh, Special K Red Berries. Oh, that's the Kellogg one. Special K. Oh, Special K. Life. That's what you were kind of going that's for. Life, life for. cereal. Life. People still like that. Many frosted mini wheats. Lucky, we said those, didn't we? You did anybody say Lucky Charms? Yeah, oh. somebody did, right? No. no. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did I miss Lucky those? Charms? So those were the charms. ones that were not said. Wow. Shirley, you uh, you win today's uh, game. Congrats. All right, Bryce, Man. can you give us a three-minute Pirate Radio Outdoors? Yeah, it was you know brief this week. We kind of went more so riding um, on the land this this weekend. So took the boys for a run, You know, just check things out, check the pond out. We're digging digging the pond out to expand it and eventually have fish there um then check the hunting lanes just see how the soil's looking to, for food plotting um and i did take a little spill this weekend on the side but side if you can't notice my hand oh god yeah so i won't play the volume but i kind of i did this um this this weekend i turned over the side by side oh my goodness and it the bar landed on my hand jeez louise yeah. so we had a, you know we had a little excitement on the outdoors i was going around the turn and normally on a foiler you can sort of shift your weight while well, this ranger you know sort of top heavy little, i guess the wheelbase 
It's, I guess, the same, but it's being top-heavy. You can't really shift your weight. Well, it was wet. I was going on the turn, and sure enough, I just slid, slid, and then fell over on the side, and the top of the bar landed on my hand. And nothing broke, though. Is it swollen? Yeah, it's a little. it was more swollen. It's a little puffy, It's, it's yeah. gone down. Yeah. But, um, so we did that, checked out the land, and wiped out on the side-by-side, so. All right. That, that kind of uh, just makes you feel alive, though, when you oh, have an sure. you know, you yeah, I'm like, oh wow, a brush with death, yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. So, everything's good, the dogs were not in the way, and the hand didn't break. So, that's and good, honestly. There wasn't even like I think a scratch on the side by side, thankfully, because it was just it was wet grass. So, we're all here, we all made right. it, everybody's good, alive, and kicking. Bryce mm-hmm. Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors, uh. As we take a break, what are you looking forward to this week as far as boat or land? Um, well, so Jay has his big boat pre knock on wood should be sold. So might be hauling the boat down to Florida this weekend um to deliver the boat and then possibly buy a boat that he's seeing south of Orlando. So give one, take one. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty, right. Give a boat, take a boat. Um so either be doing that and or fishing is the plan. And then my Jay's birthday is Friday. So back on the birthday marathon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good deal. So Bryce Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors. We'll take our final break, come back, wrap it up after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. It was another good day for the stock market as the Dow was up 316 points and closed at 32,560. NASDAQ was up 184 and 11,860. S&P was up 51 points and closed out at 4,002. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. And Clip, you want to end the show on uh, some possible positive news i love possible positive news sports betting is getting a second look in the north carolina house oh wow we won't have to drive to virginia yeah. chandler that'd be great so uh, we'll keep an eye on that very positive um also coming up next tuesday along with bryce williams and molly we'll be talking to ECU head basketball coach mike schwartz he'll join us to kick off the show next tuesday at three o'clock so programming alert there bryce thanks for hanging out thanks for having me enjoyed it man we'll see you next week for Shirley Rhodes, the Chan Man. I will see you guys Thursday. Oh, that's right. You're heading to Fayetteville. Yes. For some ECU baseball. See you Thursday, buddy. Yes, uh, we will talk to you Wednesday, 3 o'clock on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.